and welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your friendly neighborhood Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 5, Ascension of the Flesh. This episode is sponsored by the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop Software, and I'd like to give a special thank you to our Patreon supporters and all the fans. Thanks for joining us and listening to the show. In our last adventure, the heroes met a giant battling a bunch of troglodytes living within a cave. The adventurers offered to help root out these lizard-like primitives in exchange for the giant showing where to find the Swamp Witch. After slaying a bunch of troglodytes, the heroes descended a long rope into a huge cavern where they found an abandoned city of smooth blue stone hidden underground. Within this city, Idrisil the elf encountered more of these troglodytes who took him to be some sort of godlike being. This episode, we are joined by special guest star Christopher Smith. You may remember Christopher as one of our players from seasons one and two, where he played Olgrim and Augie. We're excited to have him back for this special episode where he gets to lead the heroes right into trouble. What do these primitive lizards want? How will the heroes get out of this underground city? And when will they get back on track to finding the girl kidnapped by the witch? The adventure begins. Our view flashes through a forest, snapping branches off a tree. Past small cliffs of rock, we see a giant scrambling over loose stones. He smashes at troglodytes, five-foot-tall primitives with ashen scales and bony growths rising out of their backs. The giant jams another troglodyte into his mouth and bites down with a bloody crunch. Our view flies past the giant and swoops into a darkened cave. There, several more of the troglodytes lie defeated on the ground, some slain by sword, others by fire and magic. We see a small chamber in the back of this cave, where a hole opens up in the floor. A simple rope tied to a stalagmite disappears down the black hole. Our view swoops into the darkened hole, which immediately reveals a huge cavern below, half a mile wide and lit up by bioluminescent flora. The cavern is home to an underground city of pale blue stone. Flat buildings line wide avenues. Stairs rise up the sides of ziggurats. Aqueducts of smooth blue stone connect each building. The rope from the cavern above coils at an intersection of streets below. Not far from the way out, our heroes explore a silent old temple in a city long abandoned, or so they thought. Just get this thing off me! Hey, you killed that truck for the, the, the hermaphrodite. That you killed that Troggy good, Idrisil. The goblin alchemist scurries over to the elf and tries to pull a dead troglodyte off of him. I see that creature knocked over coins of offering from the altar, as well as some other items. Ooh, treasure. Jix immediately lets go of the dead troglodyte, dropping it back onto the elf with a thud. The goblin runs over to the altar and starts scooping up coins. Killian picks up the dead creature's spear. It glows with a magical light. I don't like the feel, or the look, or the smell of this place. We should go back up. Iggy pulls the dead troglodyte off Idrisil. Xanar the sorcerer looks around the temple in wide-eyed astonishment. This place is amazing. Look at the statues. Look at the stonework. We can't go now. We must know more. Who prayed here? Who walked down these steps? Who built this holy place? And which old god just watched us slay a creature on its holy ground? That's a good question. Jix continues stuffing coins into his pouch as fast as he can. 
How many coins did you find there, friend? Oh, oh just, just a few. Uh, not many at all. Barely enough to even bother sharing, really. Iggy the dwarf looks back out the door of the temple to find ten armed troglodytes standing outside the doorway. They raise spears and clubs and seem none too pleased to find the heroes within the old temple. Oh no, let's stay here in this freaky old city and chat about statues and stupid temples. Let's not listen to the dwarf and let's not climb back up the rope. We've got company. Uh, Jex, maybe put that gold back on the altar. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. The troglodytes point their spears and command the heroes in a raspy language no one understands. I think they want us to leave. I think they want us to die. Idrisil the elf walks towards the creatures. We don't want any trouble, but if you try to harm us, we will defend ourselves. Upon seeing the elf's face, the troglodytes lower their weapons and throw themselves at the ground. They keep their heads down on the floor and trade quiet whispers between each other. Idrisil looks confused as he stands over the creatures. Was it something I said? I think these creatures view you as some sort of deity? Oh, God. Idrisil slowly walks amongst the creatures, waiting for an attack that does not come. The creatures rise to their feet and gently hold the elf's hands. This is amazing! No! This is our chance to get out of here. Let's not be too hasty, Iggy. If these simple yet magnificent people want to shower me with adoration, who am I to refuse them? The creatures form a circle around Idrisil. They gently lead the elf out of the temple and down an avenue of blue stone. So, uh, we're, we're just uh, gonna go with him now, huh? Yeah, stay with him! The rest of the heroes catch up to the smiling elf as he is led away and endlessly pawed at by the troglodytes. Yes, yes, I have smooth skin. Easy on the pointed ears. Where are they taking us? Further and further from the way out. The troglodytes surround all the heroes and lead them down a stone ramp beneath the old city. They continue to admire and paw at Idrisil, who doesn't mind the attention. The bottom of the ramp opens up into a large underground cistern with multiple channels running through it. 30, 40, 50 troglodytes spill out of simple huts, shacks made of debris, and out of darkened tunnels. Blue flowers light up the large chamber, along with several campfires. The troglodytes swarm across the cistern floor and gather around the stunned heroes. Uh, what do I do now? Uh, something impressive. Something godlike. Something absolutely stunning they've never seen before. Like, uh, uh, no. Uh, how about... Uh, no. Um, I'm sure it'll come to you. Before Idrisil can speak, a large troglodyte rises to its feet. Standing before the rest of his tribe, the impressive-looking creature addresses Idrisil and his companions in the common language. I see you, high spirit. You gift us with your visit. You travel far to world of living. We Zugat fight the bright world with spear and strength. We Zugat protect your city and temples. We Zugath our smiles and teeth. Idrisil looks around nervously before Jix pushes him forward. Get up there. I'm happy to find you here in your lovely home. I see everything is going well, according to my plan, of course. I won't take much of your time. Lots of godly stuff to do, you know. Floods to rise, wicked to smite. Blasphemy to punish. 
Idrisil gingerly peeks under a bear skin on the ground. Well, looks like everything's in order here. Time we get on our way. Best to get back to the heavens and all. Keep up the good work. We'll see you in another thousand years, yeah? High spirit stays. High spirit's flesh body must prove itself. The fresh body must show strong and last before body ascends to heavens. Zugoth, prepare the trials of flesh ascension. That uh, doesn't sound good. I'm not ready for my flesh to ascend. First, high spirits and lesser spirits rest for night before trials. We brave Zugoth honor you with food and house. Idrisil and the rest of the heroes are led with gentle claws and pointed spears into the lair of the Zulgath. You are in this cistern that's moderately bright, even for those of you that don't have low light vision. You are being slowly taken down off of that ramp and into the main compound itself. There's fires, there's skins on the ground, there's debris piles, there's some weird lizard-like things that are being cooked over the fires. Uh, there's channels that have been cut long ago by the people that made this city with some water running through. You guys are being taken to a back section against a 30, 40 foot wall corner. It's like a pit that you're in almost. And in this section, there's a big uh, uh, leather covering tarp uh, of, of hides and roof type section on the top, on top of poles that stick out. It looks very janky. Uh, and you guys are being brought into there and there's some little tarps of hides. Oh, and I forgot to mention the whole place just smells horrifically bad. These creatures, do not smell good, let alone their layer. Shanky, my home this is. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 things Yoda says. <laughs> you guys are being brought in by several of these guards. You're being brought in by the Zolgath leader and then also some uh, important female leader who's right behind him as well. This one's mine for the night, right? I get her. Ew. I, I mean... Doesn't go without perks, right? This god thing. She points you, points at you with her little spear. Oh, ow! You get nothing. You stay here and you sleep for the night. Solgath. It was only a joke. <laughs> she pulls back the little uh, opening and motions for you to go in with her spear. Oh, let I don't, I don't, let I don't. the liar go first. Liar. She cowers. Surely nailed his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't think it smells that bad down here. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you? Uh, Toka tries to, uh, Toka is the, the guy here, uh, tries to open up his, his uh, uh, the entrance to this thing and hold it open for Idrisel. Okay. Inside, it is gloriously nondescript. There are just a couple weird skins on the ground. There is a, the equivalent of a gift basket, which I'm even horrified to describe here. It's like half a wooden bowl with strange berries that have been rotten forever. And they have like those weird, what are those weird bird things that you eat out of the egg on Fear Factor? Balut? Yes. It's that kind of just horrific native foods that they have there that's so rare and so precious and it's such a gift to them. It just so grabs a handful of all of that, just amalgam of all of those ingredients. Just, it's, yeah, give this to my uh, goblin friend over there, yeah? Hey, yeah, don't hog it all. Just give me some of this stuff. Send this to him. And I give it to him to give to Jix. Jix uh, begins to devour some, but he he sets aside some and puts in his pouch for later. This is my sampler. He eats all of my food before me. His name is Jix. I eat all the food. Uh, 
Just, I might have eaten all the food. That's okay. You deserve that reward. Make a, a fortitude saving throw, and if you have any uh, resistance bonus to uh, poison with your iron gut goblin ability, I you do. can certainly add that. 26. Yeah, yeah you're rock solid. <laughs> Delicious. Well done. And you, and Toka holds up a, a bunch to Idrisel. Uh, get after it. Uh, just a you maybe go just ahead, God. Maybe just a sample. And he does that thing where he like pretends to take a shot, but throws it behind him. Before you, before you take any, Toka mashes it up even more for you to, to slurp. Out straight out of his hands, <laughs> yes, out of his little claws. I look cautiously at my party members, and I. Killian nods like, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Yep. You're the god here. <laughs> He's right there, just when big eyes. Jicks um, when you need him. Xander's <laughs> over your shoulder shaking his head. Just don't do it. Does don't anyone do have it. a healing already? And I dip in. Okay, so you, some. you lower your head into his open hands and offering. lap from the horrific food. I take Ooh, it tickles. Uh, <laughs> can you make a fortitude saving throw, please? Sure I can. That's a 13. Okay. You are able to hold it in at least until they leave. Can we, I was going to say, can we hear some retching sounds? <laughs> <laughs> ah, he ate it. <laughs> As soon as he turns his back, I just, oh, oh God, <laughs> Jake's leftovers. <laughs> Seconds. <laughs> Who do you think I am, Brian? <laughs> the female uh, Zolgath lady there, uh, she glares at you one more time, Idrisil, and then hisses something at the guards in their language, and uh, the guards post outside this giant tent-type structure, and then she leaves. Uh, you said that... Uh, the the main leader, Toke, I believe his name is, is he a different species than the troglodytes? Nope. He's just the same. Okay. He's the biggest one. He's the biggest one. Okay. And currently rifling through anything he brought into the tent. <laughs> he's like an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just sorting through your Going stuff. Going through your pack. So it's nighttime? It's evening time? It's rest time? Uh, it's, it can be rest time for sure, yeah. Idrisil uh, kind of just crouches down and huddles next to Killian and Xander and Iggy and Jix. I didn't know they would bring us all the way into their headquarters, but now that we're here, we have a good shot of taking them down. Oh, like uh, 60 of them? Yeah, I don't think we can... We're, we're not ready for that. I, I say I I we don't try to kill them. I say we... Uh, just let him feed us some more. I say we get the hell out of here our first chance. They're not attacking us. Well, we you can make, try to get out right now. If you make the path, I'll follow you. I'll try to distract can him. Can Toka overhear any of this? Make a perception roll, Toka. <laughs> One perception roll. Hearing the word kill them all. <laughs> 16. Yeah, you hear a select a few phrases from this, such as leave as soon as we can, and I didn't know they were going to bring us down here. Okay. Uh, Toka joins the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> His little head kind of sneaks in. It just, just smells just... something really weird. So <laughs> oh, hey! To to Toga? I wrap my arm around him instinctively. Hey, buddy, how's it going? We were just talking about you. I know. <laughs> yeah? What'd you hear? You gods stay here tonight. 
No leaving. Do we get a menu for breakfast or how does that work? Is it a buffet? Is it cooked order? What were, you, what were you talking about earlier? What are, what's the trials of ascension? Oh yes, please tell us. Trials. And it's just it's just him, right? And I point to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Test all of you. Test your flesh. What? Strong. God, you were. I'm strong. Why do I need a test? Gods you were, but now not gods. Small gods. Weak. Fleshy gods, and he pokes at <laughs> different, different bellies. <laughs> <laughs> it not, tickles. You're not ready for the caves. <clears throat> caves? You're not ready. Trials. Rest first, then trials. C- can you tell us a little more about the trials? Oh, surprises. <laughs> Well, I was just testing you just to see if you were going to give it away or not. Yeah, we have a test of our own, you know. Every time Idrisul speaks up, you so his head just goes a little bit lower. Hmm. And I give a cautiously optimistic look at Killian. God stuff, right? Mm. Well, guys, I say we uh, rest up. Get ready for tomorrow. Yeah, Toka, if you allow us uh, until the morning, we will rest now. Leave us. Uh, Toka sidesteps over to Idrisul and kind of tugs and pulls him a little closer. Cannot leave. And he draws a line on the floor. No leave. And then he dashes out. After like pointing at the mini bar to answer to Chicks' question. <laughs> <laughs> mini bar extra. <laughs> oh, I got coins. <laughs> Are there guards sort of waiting outside of the... Yep, as soon as he parts the flat, you see there are some guards posted. Guys, Jix says as hushed as Jix can talk. Yeah, there's a simple tarp in between us now. They can't possibly hear us. Well, they don't know common guards, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm hoping. Guys, I, I have an idea. Um, How about I whip us up some portions that could give us a little bit of, a, of the edge that we need, and then we just do the testy thing, and then we get a little snack and go on our way. You're saying do the trials of ascension and death, judgment by fire, judgment. Ascension of flesh. That of flesh. Yeah. Ascension yeah, he's, of he's, flesh. He's about I'm not sleeping. Our flesh and <laughs> you know grinding meat to make bones and all that. You know. I don't. I don't think that's what they're talking about. What do you think they're talking about? I don't know, but. The food here is really good. Mm, (laughs) The ambiance is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just your opinion. The girl's not into me. It's obviously a trap. We've got to get out of here. (laughs) Do you want that uh, sneak girl to be in you? That's not the point. (laughs) Mm. That's weird. That's weird. Those are weird. They're weird. You guys resting, or are you doing something no. else? Uh, I want to walk outside <laughs> no, of the hut. No, Xander's not resting. Uh, if everyone falls asleep, he's just going to pace. Iggy wants to walk outside of the hut. You are like... stopped. As soon as you part the flaps, there are two Zalgath guards that turn around and get in your way. They do like almost that Roman spear crossing type thing. So you just have two spears, two guards, two spears? That's right. And then behind them are 40, 50, 60 yeah. people. Mm. And as we you open the flat, they all there's like at least twenty of them turn and look. 
Okay. Uh, looking very defeated, I turn him back around and, and go back into my friends. Demoralized yourself again. <laughs> there's a Eyebrows lot of, lower. There's only two at the door, but there's a lot of them out there, like, looking at us. Right. I don't, getting through, getting past them. I have an idea. Is it the same as Jix's? I hope not. I think I should try to get them to give me a tour of their cave with one of us so we can kind of, you know, scope a way out and see if they'll walk us around. Who wants to come? I could do that. Yes. Oh, I'll see if I can find any magic things that maybe can help us get out of here faster without having to do the Ascension of the Flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I've never seen Santa <laughs> Man before. Oh, <laughs> you've never tried to put a piece in your flesh. Poor translation from troglodyte. Yeah. Common. It's like the ice cream of, <laughs> of Sunday. <laughs> comes out as ascension of the flesh. Just want to dance for you. Is all it really is. Uh, Jix is going to find a quiet little corner in the tent. Um, put his stuff down on the floor, kind of do three circles. Then. Oh, yeah. And He's like a cozy old dog who can yeah. sleep anywhere. Yeah, and he is going to rest. All right. A hand reaches up from under the tent. Good. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, go over by Jix and uh, uh, s- sit down, lay down on the floor next to him. Okay. Uh, Killian's kind of waiting for um, yeah. these two to nice. go try yes. and... To heal them when they get stabbed. Okay. Um, <laughs> God! Oh, all 60 times. Oh, you've much evidence. Dawson! <laughs> there is no response. Joka! Dawson means boy. Just go out there and talk to him. Yeah, and I just, uh, it just walks towards the front of the tent. I need to talk to Toka. You open up the tent. The two guards are there. Um, they seem hesitant, but also point their spears at you. And you see the largest member of this community, uh, Toka, is quickly uh, trotting through, having heard his name yelled. I just raise my hand and wave at him to bring him closer. Toka oh, is there. No, no, tent. Mm-hmm. Or not tent. Home. Toka, with your permission, if you would show myself and my friend Xanar here your home, I would love to see how you do life. Mm, it's not time. Right over your shoulder, I make eye contact with you and glow purple. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> My friend is also <laughs> with, a with god. that inclination. <laughs> magic. <laughs> My friend he is also a god. And everything. We wish to see your home before the test. Um, Toga looks at the two guards. They can come with your protection, no weapons. You have He's, a god's promise that he, I won't leave. <laughs> he hangs his head low and ushers you along. Okay. Okay. I just yeah. So I want. So on the the tour, I guess I'm just looking for caverns as casually as I can to see, you know, if the way we came in is blocked, if there's a skylight, if there's any type of exit. All right, so imagine you're like in a giant Olympic-sized swimming pool, maybe even double or triple as Mm -hmm. deep, really wide box-type thing. It's got a couple channels, but much, much bigger. Uh, It's got a couple channels uh, with a little bit of water to run through, and those are on the ground, so there's like a little slot 
that uh, like a Jix type uh, or gnome could scurry through, but there's water that's going through at either end. There is only one normal way out, and that is this large wide ramp you came in that's at the far side. And then surrounding you guys are in a corner of this enormous swimming pool type thing. And then there is uh, an upper area above it, but it's about 50 feet up. And then you don't know what's quite up. Mm. And then above you, still above all that, is more of the blue stone that is the bottom of the city of itself that's above you. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So we're really low. Yeah, it's bizarre. You guys are in the forest of Syrian. <clears throat> you are inside a cave. You went down the cave into an enormous cavern. You then started to explore the city that was underneath, inside that cavern. And now you're underneath that city. It's like a friggin' turducken of craziness where you're at. Turducken of crazy. Now, how slow does time move down here compared to the next levels oh. up and up? <laughs> Due to gravity, yeah. Where's my totem? Um, you're taking on a tour of the... Cavern. The pool area, if you will, of the camp, and Toka's pointing out different uh, Zolgath creatures and their different functions within the community. You can also see immediately that several more guards have raced to replace those that left. Oh. And the uh, lady uh, leader type has uh, annoyedly run over there as well and is watching the entrance. And it was Idrisel and Xander. Did you go with him or are you yes. staying behind? All right, so yeah. it's Idrisel and Xander. And he's, go ahead, you had something? This one? Wait, so just two? Just the two? Oh, I thought it was yeah, the three. three are in the tent. Three are in the tent, okay. The what, hut or whatever. Okay. And he takes you, uh, Tok Toka takes you over towards his private tent type thing. And uh, inside is as luxurious as Zolgath gets. Care to describe what your homestead looks like, Toka? It is a bunch of moist furs. And mm. fur is not easy to come by down here. It's usually scale, but whatever fur is generally, I imagine... Uh, there are waterways and in the cistern and whatnot, sure. so a lot of stuff has come by that way. <laughs> so skinned and reused and all that kind of stuff. So crappy furs. Um, you find that uh, he has set up uh, an adventuring pack that would typically be sold. Uh, has been well worn, is torn apart, and its various parcels scattered about, uh, to which he's taken to not eating any of the rations that would typically come along with a pack, but he's instead devouring the soap with a great deal of zeal that comes with the pack. And that's his treat, apparently, and he seems to offer a bit of it to you from uh, as he walks around his tent. And this is pretty much the entirety of his existence. <laughs> he just will take some of the soap and just wipes it on his hands. Oh! <laughs> looks horrified that she would waste food Toka, like that. Toka tries to lick the hands. Oh, I got a friend! <laughs> no, no. No, Toka. Do, Down, do, Toka. Do gods not sleep? Gods need very little sleep. So I thought it would be nice to view your home and see what mortals live like. Toka is very sorry not knowing this, not understanding this. It's okay. Not everyone is gifted with a god's knowledge. But you need Rest, you're puny and small. I, uh... You're not sharp. My eyes light up uh, as if I'm hunting prey, just to show him that I don't really... It's a show of power, I guess, if you will. Magical in nature? Uh, make an intimidation roll, Idrisil. 
No, scratch that. Make a performance roll. Okay. But never gets rolled. <laughs> That's a oh! natural 20. Oh, wow. natural 20. He is impressive. He literally has no magical ability to do that, but somehow he does. <laughs> he found a spell. There's a glint in his eyes somehow. Oh, of course, of course. Yes, I understand now. And uh, we just continue on. Zanor also has abilities, but he only shows them when he's in great stress. You you travel with small gods. I am a demigod? <coughs> so, yes. Small in size only, but not in power, I assure you. I hide the power inside so as not to aware anyone who would be a hand threat. movements like the whole like, time? I'm like, making sure you dodging. see everything Can I go full shield block? <laughs> it's all how you use it, right? Exactly. Behold. I glow purple again. <laughs> you detect no I'm, magic around. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh. he, uh, he's finished giving you the tour. Yeah. This is it. His little hut. You, you, you should rest. The trials are very important. He doesn't say very important. He barely understands that concept. <laughs> well, thank you for showing us your home, Toka. Now you go get some rest. We will see you for the trials. And I'll walk inside the tent. He will see you for the trials. I will observe and make sure that everyone is following the rules accordingly. Not doing the trials. He says continually as he walks away. <laughs> All right, the two of you head back to your big tent at the other side of this whole area. While Toka kicks back on a beanbag with a Mountain Dew and this hidden PlayStation. Uh, and you Let's guys- Watch down the river. <laughs> Uh, what, are you resting? Doing something else? Uh, so I just walk up to uh, Iggy and Killian. It looks like the only way out is about a 50-foot climb, the way we came in, using that ramp. Other than that, we could throw Jix through one of the water holes, maybe climb about 200 feet to the city. It's uh, It doesn't look good. You see Jix, by the way, is kicking slightly in his sleep. <laughs> I will be over here meditating, preparing to meet Karahel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just some trials. Little, little, these little snake guys can't. What? Where can they throw at us? And then it I might go be... back over and uh, go to sleep next to Jix. Xander does not want to sleep. <laughs> Z- tired or not, Xander is pacing. Uh, this is not. This is not. Xander's defender of Edlin Holm. This is not something he's shooting for. Trials of the flesh, ascension of the flesh, is not what I'm here for. A couple hours have gone by. Xander's still <laughs> screaming and screaming. He just yeah. has his hands behind his head. Relax. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we even here? You I just want us down here. I wanted to learn things. I did not want to ascend. Well, I'm not ready to ascend. A lot, haven't we? Not okay. Not Killian okay. opens his eye at that. He's like, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> A, <laughs> we should not be impersonating gods. B, maybe we don't just go exploring everywhere. <laughs> and and C, come, let us pray. He <laughs> brings come, you in sit. for a prayer. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to. Come, I, come, come. You need, you need prayer and meditation in this moment. Come. If they see me praying to a different god, do you have any idea how these trials are going to be? stacking face. Pray to yourself then. Uh, make a religion roll for me real fast uh, and add plus two to that, would you please, sir? Uh, 15? 15. You feel a little bit soothed by the mini sermon given to you, Xanner. 
Um, how much of that is total entirely up to you. Uh, and some of you are resting for the night. Yep. Um, yes. I don't do anything until and you should find rest this evening because tomorrow our flesh ascends. <laughs> <laughs> I am prepared to meet my god, are you? (laughs) I will at the very least take first watch. Okay. Someone relieves me from watch, then I may try to rest. All right. You are on first watch. Nothing unusual happens that night. Xanar, you do finally get some rests. Uh, The rest of you take different turns at watch, and there is no funny business that happens. There is, uh, when Jix is at watch, (laughs) sleepily awake, you do hear some commotion of some people that are trying to enter, uh, but they are kept at bay by the guards. And then it is morning time, and you know it is morning time as you can hear some light drumming playing. Some like boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 over and over again. <laughs> you can smell some smells that might be food and might be trash. You're not sure. <laughs> Jix, uh, Jix wakes first since he fell asleep first. And he takes some of the food from his pouch from last night. He takes some of the glowing bioluminescent flora uh, that he grabbed from the day before and he spends a little bit of time making some concoctions oh, okay also during that time going to bed and waking up in the morning any of you uh with magical type items can make rules to identify them Ooh, we yes. had a scroll case right <laughs> yes jex jex has a few things yeah and i mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh there's a silver potion Okay. Um, Another silver potion? Oh, wait. Is that the silver yeah, well, potion that you have? Yep. So I don't have that? Nope. I thought I erased that. It's a duplication bug in your There's party. There's two yeah. potions. That's a, that's a... Yeah, we did find a... I thought we found a potion. Yeah. Or somebody on found the, a potion on the on the altar. I found a secret. So I found a secret potion. There is a potion, yes. Oh. Make a crafting roll. <laughs> okay. 16. 16. You have identified that as an elixir of life. Oh, okay. A permanent one. Um, there's also a scroll. A scroll. You have that, Jix? Yeah. Okay, make an arcana roll, please. Okay. 28. Whoa, Natural whoa. 20. Natural 20. Uh, did you have any other magic item that you wanted to immediately identify that as? The gem. The gem? The gem you identify as a mesmerizing opal. This is a one-time use only item, and I believe it hangs off of your armor like a little talisman or badge. And when you use it, you use it before you make a deception roll. So if you're gonna lie or tell a big story, like maybe you're a god or something, or if you wanna do the faint action, anything along those lines, you burn it and it's gone forever. If you get a, uh, let's see, if you get a success, it doesn't do anything, I think is how it works, but if you get a critical failure, no, if you get a critical failure or success, they get boosted up. You get a whole boosts up at a lot of these things. So it's a great way to try and deceive things. So I have this little card for you. And the other one you found was the scroll. That is a scroll of grease, a grease scroll. It lets anyone who can cast the grease spell, which would be Xanner only, 
can cast a grease spell, which uh, affects several different uh, squares around within 30 feet and makes them very slippery. Do I know that Xander can cast that spell? Uh, yeah, you chat with him a little bit about it. Killian says, I don't know what how, how this magic <coughs> works. And Xander identifies the scribblings and writings and how they all fit together. All right, um, so I've done that. Anyone else have any? I have a spear. Yes. Ooh, yes. Make a arcana roll. Um, 15. 15 is totally fine. You identify that as a, a plus one magic spear. <laughs> it adds plus one to your hits. No bonuses to the damage with this system, but it adds plus one to your hit for your attacks with that weapon. Right on. That's nice. great for you. Yeah, yeah it is. And the, what about the glowing tip? That's the magic part. It just glows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. A little bit of light. A little bit of light. <laughs> Not much. The other part is a stick. Is that elixir of life I found? Is that a normal? That's that's just like a normal elixir, yeah. So 1d6. Yep. Just like what you have. Um, All right. Um, You guys did uh, level up, so you now have access to uh, more abilities or what have you uh, and your hit points and all that. So I think pretty much return uh, unless there's any reason not to. I think you're good. I feel much more rested. I'm fine for an ascension of the flesh now. (laughs) I'm I'm a whole level higher. Hey, hey, Shanner. Yeah. Well, I was reading the scroll, and I think I think maybe you could use it. Let me see. Here, take a look. <laughs> <laughs> it, it never gets old. <laughs> Rain my eye. Wow. <laughs> oh, slippery! This is a grease scroll. He says that with everything you hand him. And I pre-greased you. <laughs> there is drumming that gets a little louder. You can hear multiple footsteps are approaching. Um, and then before the drummers <laughs> arrive to our hut, um, I call everyone over and say, Guys, I, I, I made a little something for you. And and I put two vials in each person's hand. Okay. If if you feel like uh if you feel like you need a little extra energy or a little extra uh, fortitude, maybe for your little pussy stomachs or <laughs> <laughs> anything like that, just pop one of these vials. Got it? Are these one of your, these are going to disappear pretty quick? Why is it so sticky? <laughs> <laughs> it slipped right out of my hand. I got it. It's this close. Uh, it's good all day. Uh, are they different or are they two copies of the same thing? They're all the same. Okay. I made 10 potions. Vials. Of so what's thing. it do? But annoyingly, they're in different bottles. And <laughs> <laughs> what's it, what's it do? It's going to give you um, plus, t- plus four, plus two? Plus one, plus, hold on. Oh, he's just making stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers around. Killian slowly closes his book. It's, it's had been writing like why, drums in the deep. That's why he got ejected <laughs> as a pharmacist. He's just there <laughs> making up stuff. <laughs> so cure your itches. I don't want to tell you too much, uh, but it'll give you a, bo- a fortitude bonus. There you go. Mm. Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I want it to be a surprise. Yeah. Just like, just like he, ex- he explained, That's if you're exactly feeling a little, like the heat of battle, and then, hey, what's that uh, fortitude saving goal? If you're feeling a little low on hit points, or if you, if you're feeling a little weak and queasy, 
Alright, I'm just gonna write pop one of these back. If I drink this and then shit myself, I'm gonna strangle you. <laughs> then I'll get any balut in this thing. If I drink this and he shits himself, <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. Not only gonna address Pick the person to your left to shit themselves. <laughs> Gotta be a survival role. <coughs> Sick for him. some shocked Zogoths. <laughs> <laughs> The flap opens up, and you see there is a retinue of uh, ten guards with their spears and their formal harnesses, and leading the charge is their leader, Toka, wearing some fine-plumed headdress. Rested. I like your hat. Rested. Can I have it? It's a nice hat. (laughs) He looks around to his other people. No, 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 no. It'll give him some inspiration. This way. (laughs) He motions you forward and you follow him. Jix wants to thank Toka for the wonderful breakfast. And uh, you guys are marching out. Where are we going, Toka? First challenge. (laughs) Oh, good, 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 good. To eat. I I try to pace back and get with Jix and I look down at Jix. Toka drifts have? back with Alistair. Okay. There you yourself. You're up front. Seth, uh, what are you? Oh, a dwarf barbarian. Dwarf barbarian. So you're you're already short. I'm a little guy, yeah. Okay. This so. whole oh, side little. of the table is like four foot or less, yes. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do gods get so small? Shrinking person. Still he's still pointing to Idrisil. The high spirit is is very tall compared to you. Are the gods very similar? She, the the gods ate part of us. Gods ate part of you? Yeah, they got hungry and they wanted to get bigger, so uh, they well, we sacrificed part of ourselves for for them. You realize you are writing our religion as you speak. <laughs> <laughs> There's already a schism between half the community. Did they get eaten or not? Scribbling out huge sex and new stuff. We got People this are being wrong. hung for heresy. <laughs> a temple just starts going up in flames. <laughs> not that one. Got chiseling on the walls. Oh, fuck! I'm so close! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are led This to is how legends are born. <laughs> you are led to the loud music with the drums, and you go through a wide tunnel that could fit like a train through it. It's maybe uh, 60, 70 feet long, though, and it's a little darker in the tunnel, but it's lit up like crazy on the other side. And it's like you are going through uh, like a soccer stadium, go about ready to walk out onto the field and you're one of the players themselves. It's that kind of entrance tunnel. The music keeps banging. Boom, it boom, so boom, just instinctively boom, starts boom, waving boom, his hands boom, at everybody. Boom. You walk out and he just still waves his hands preemptively and he nails it. The large amount of the Zolgath are here in a arena that is located within the city that they have brought you to. There are a lot of the people from the community where you just came from, and there are also some others that have been brought in maybe from other locations not too far away from the city. They uh, clap, they cheer, they hiss, and it's a largest-ish stadium that the Zolgath cannot uh, fit with the crowd size. There's just not enough of them. 
Here's a really simplistic representation. So you're saying we sold out? You did. <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> <laughs> did your best. In more ways than one. <laughs> you've got everyone in attendance. That's what you've got. You've got the whole place. Right? There's a whole bunch of people. Uh, they're cheering. And you guys are brought up some steps to the main area where the former king of whoever built the city would sit. So Caesar's little pavilion, if you will. Is there like dead people in blood all around like there, there is no in that picture? People. There are no dead people. <laughs> Not yet? No. But you do see odd things. A menagerie of strange, bizarre bubbles and trinkets and stuff. You are like, well, what? Like, we might need that. And like, that's just garbage. Isn't that mine? There's just strange. <laughs> there's just strange things there. And like, they're laid out in very specific ways and they seem important. There's a couple little uh, Zolgath that are uh, uh, arranging things and the crowd's very excited and you guys get led up to the top and Toka motions for you guys to all sit as the first course of your ascension meal is brought forth to eat. Uh, Toka, what is the first course? The first course <laughs> is the finest of stream brought foods. Okay. Uh, it is uh, a probably decaying horse matter. You have decayed horse matter on a stick brought for each of you guys. And uh, the crowd, again, are not eating anything, and they all grow silent as they wait for you to all sample the delicacy. Um, once all the plates get set, Jake's. Plates? Or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the trough. Stick. A giant stick. Once the sticks are all passed out, uh, Jix stands up and grabs a vial from his belt and looks at each one of you and says, A toast! Mm. Yes? Oh, yes! Yes! Okay. Yes! I'm trusting you. <laughs> he unbuckles his belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're all going to oh, drink one God. of our vials. All right. Two... To the Zolgath and Toka and this fine, fine breakfast. Toka! Uh, Everybody drinks? Everybody yes. drinks. <clears throat> what what do they feel when that happens, Dick? As everyone drinks <laughs> the the formula that Wide they just... Wide-eyed looking around. Yeah. <laughs> they, feel, they feel a surge of energy, for one. Um, uh, uh, in fact, so much of a surge of energy that they get, they get five bonus hit points. Nice. Ooh. Um, and then they feel like ripples, kind, kind of starting to go uh -oh. through their bodies, uh, and 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 they see like their hands getting a little bigger, and and their feet getting a little bigger, Ooh. and they their their pants are a little tighter, in the thighs, and the the arms of their shirts and everything start to like rip at the seams and and all of a sudden they're all bulky they're the same size as they are all right their physical heights and everything but now they're all bulked up juggernauts okay with a plus a plus one bonus to fortitude saves and uh, a five bonus hit points how long does that last for one minute <laughs> Eat fast, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> we need course two, course three. Go. Uh, my image that I'm most curious about is Xanner, the buffed up juggernaut sorcerer gnome. <laughs> uh, oh, ah, oh! I just start like like flexing a little bit, like not even worried. Just like shaking their arms, like look at, look at. 
It's all stiff. I can't put my eyes down. I'm only two feet tall. Okay, Toga is mortified and entranced. Yes. Gods be praised. Out on the main arena area, the drums uh, get a little bit louder and uh, crawling out on all fours is the female leader, uh, number two of the uh, Zolgath. And she then uh, crawls out to the middle and then stands up. She has a little headdress as well. She waits from a nod from Toka who gives it to her and the drums stop. And she says, trial of ascensions will begin now. You will choose a member of the gods to face the first challenge. Tokau, what is the first challenge? The challenge of? Toka looks at each one. Strength. The crowd cheers, ooh, strength. And she, down in the arena, motions to the entire arena and backs away and motions for someone or some people in your group to come forth and backs away. And as you look down in the arena to see what is there, you see the following things. You see a wall of stone, a hundred feet long in a half circle with a picture of a Zolgath face crudely painted on it. You also see a small boulder perched on top of the wall. These are all in different sections, maybe about 50 feet away. There's four large empty ceramic jugs. Maybe a hundred feet away is a pole with two goblin dogs tied to it. These are small, very sinewy, nasty, disease-ridden creatures that are snapping at each other and snarling at all the Zolgath. They definitely don't want to be there. In the center of this entire arena is a huge bonfire that's burning and sending smoke everywhere, and it's a decent-sized bonfire. There is also a wide channel that runs through the bottom, similar to the cistern back where you came from, that has fast-moving water that's running through. It doesn't look to be the most pleasant-looking water, by the way. <laughs> There is several coils of rope totaling about 100 feet just thrown into a pile. Not too far away from that is a smashed stone column where a crocodile is roped to it, and it is also really pissed off and not happy to be there. There's a pile of 15 pieces of chalk. There is a whole other section of a dozen wooden bowls filled with different colored paints. There are also above you, there are two long ropes that stretch across the arena, 20 feet above the ground that cross each other like an X. There's three more items. There's a wooden tub of electric eels. Of course there is. There is a Why net. Why wouldn't there be? There's a net. Oh no, wait, there's a couple more. You might have to scroll up favorite. there. There's a couple more. There are also seven of the Zolgas standing in a corner of this arena, each holding a flaming torch. There's a mandatory copper flute. There are five empty barrels. And finally, there is a 20 foot region on the ground of a splattering of green, very sticky goo. And that is everything they have gathered from their, their, their treasure hunting. Their, their, this is their vault they have brought forth for these demigods to display. What was the feat that has been called Strength. for? Strength. And Toga just goes, go. <laughs> 
Um, Ignol stands, gives the group a look, and walks to where he pointed. It's the arena. Yeah. You you walk down the stairs, and the audience... No. Audience gets very quiet, and they're watching where you go, and what do you do to show them this feat of strength? Uh, I'm I'm doing some flexing, like... As I walk down. Okay, a little wrestling. Yep. Intro. Uh huh. Where's my music? What's my. (laughs) (laughs) So I walk down there. You're there. You're there. You have all of these things available. There's nothing being given to you. There'd be nothing for you actively to do. It is your task (coughs) to show your feat of strength. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go up to the, uh, the wooden bowls. Of paint with the paint. Okay. And I'm gonna uh, <laughs> uh, like stripe, like paint my face, like war uh, paint. Like war paint. <clears throat> you gonna Bob Ross the shit out of this? Yep. <laughs> there are no. There are only happy acts. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. And then I'm gonna go over to the. Cro- How big is the crocodile? It is eight feet long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, goes to the dogs. I'm, uh, I'm going to sudden charge that crocodile. Whoa! You put on the face paint, you drop the bowls, and then you immediately run to your left with a sudden charge at the crocodile. Yep, with my long sword drawn. You have your sword drawn and coming at it, and you're attacking. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> a 14. 14! You race right over, and you swing, and you hit the floor of the arena with a loud clang right next to the crocodile. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> and then I back away. It hisses. Uh, Before it can snap. All right, it, it snaps at the air, but doesn't get to you. The crowd cheers for a moment, and then they wait. And I do some more flexing. And then I go back and swing at the crocodile again. All right. With a 21. That's a hit. For two points of da- uh, five, <laughs> five points of damage. Five points of damage. You cut into the back, probably the the, uh, the upper portion of the tail of the crocodile. It takes a snap at you as you got a little too close. Ah, it only got a nine to hit. Um, snaps it there and gets nothing. And you are embroiled with a conflict with this crocodile. If you want to strike again, yeah, go for it. Uh, the crocodile is chained. Uh, it is tied uh, uh, with a rope to a stone column, yes. Tied to a rope. Toko waves to Silareth, uh his second. She goes over there immediately and cuts the rope. Cuts the rope. All right. <laughs> okay. Crocodile's on the loose. The crowd's cheering. 21 again. 21's another hit. 10 points of damage. Huge. 10 points. You slash at the crocodile and split its lower jaw almost in half oh. like a flapping section. It uh, curls away, hissing bloods everywhere. It makes this weird coughing noise for a second, and it runs right back at you desperately for its big final attack and gets a seven to hit. It it bites you with this big floppy gummy thing and the teeth can't get purchased. Uh, You can make an attack with plus two. It's very vulnerable right now. Uh, 21. That's a hit. Third time in a row, five points of damage. Five points of damage. You can uh, finish this thing off. How do you do that? Uh, I, I bring the sword right down through its head, like, in, and then through the, in, oh. through, all the way through his head into the ground. All right. 
You pierce its head right through it. There is cries of excitement and uh, well, what I don't know if they know how to clap, but there's the loudest, oh, there's, there's loudest of, of all of them is Xander. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sensitive to the juice. <laughs> it's because he's smaller than everybody yes. else. Don't yeah. you had something? Yep. Oh. There's one portion for everyone. Uh, there's, right. just, there's banging on the on the table and. Oh okay, yeah, uh, they hammer their clubs and their spears hammer, yeah. under the the uh, amphitheater stone, and uh, yeah, you've got this war uh, painted <laughs> dwarf who's cheering to the crowd. Make a performance roll and add plus four to it. Twelve. Twelve. Oh. Toka, what is your response to this big feat of strength? Uh, Toka addresses Silareth first. Okay. You doubted, and here is proof. We have the gods, small and big. Yeah! 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 <laughs> he doesn't know what he's yelling for at all. Um, <laughs> he's just like wide-eyed, just looking around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> things! Things! Attention to the flesh is awesome! <laughs> no more potions for him. Uh, I want to pick up the. I'm going to leave my sword buried into the crocodile's head. Okay. I'm going to go over and pick up the uh, a couple pieces of the chalk. All right. And then I'm going to go to the stone, the half circle of stone. Okay. And go to the picture of the, the Zolgoth. And uh, does, it, does it look like, me the picture, does it look like any Zolgoth in particular? It looks like one you know very well. Oh, perfect. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to take the chalk and I'm going to drive. Hold like, on, hold on. Oh, yeah. It gets really quiet. <laughs> yeah. Really yep. quiet. Even Toka's like, Toka kind of stands up a little bit, holding onto his chair at the same time. <laughs> and I'm going to like uh, draw on like eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> a little goatee? A little smiley face, maybe like etch out one of the teeth. And like, kind of like not super rude, but like not super awesome either. <laughs> and I'm going to like stand back and admire my handiwork. And then I'm going to go up to it and like throw my body against the wall and kiss it. Okay. <laughs> wow. There is silence and then one head turns over to Toka and then another and another and another and another and another and, another, and all the Zolgath look over at you, Toka. Toka immediately, well, actually slowly in concern, starts to apply some sort of chalk to his eyebrows like this is the new thing. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> So There's other Zolgath looking no! for chalk themselves. There's like 10 people that are now doing it. Find chalk. This is fashion. This is what fashion is. He's trying to bash out a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a rite of manhood now. Yeah. What are your teeth knocked out? Uh, Salarseth, the lady, um, comes over and does that Academy Award ushering you off the stage thing, Iggy. Oh, I'm done? <laughs> they play you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, uh, get my sword, retrieve my sword, and then I'm gonna pick up the jawbone that I cut off of the crocodile earlier and yes. take it with me as a trophy. Ooh, they respond to that well. Uh, you come back up looking all war painted and your hand covered in blood from holding on to this jawbone. Gets a crisp high 10 from Idrisil. <laughs> Salarseth <laughs> uh, crawls out to the middle of the arena again and says, Toka, 
we have time and ready audience for audience and people for <laughs> challenge now. And she waits for the challenge to be called. Uh, Toka pulls a book from his pack that is hanging very awkwardly at his side. And he puts it on the ground or on the table very hard, hand over it, covered a little bit in blood now. Knowing! The knowing challenge, referring to the magic portion of the challenge. All right. And that's what she says. Magic! And the crowd goes, ooh. And then she walks out of the arena and motions towards your area where you all sit. Xanner takes a look at Killian holds out his hand for a rock, scissors, paper motion. Magic! <laughs> <laughs> when did he make those fingers come from? <laughs> that's funny. Killian just defers to Xanner because that's uh, sort of more his arena than than, than Killian. All right. Perfect. Xander stands up that you can't really tell and starts walking down. <laughs> and, and his juggernaut form, his, his sit and stand are only two inches yeah, tall. it's a very small difference. <laughs> he glides as he... Xander, <laughs> you, uh, you very... This is hard wobbly stepping down with big legs down the stairs before you get down to the arena floor. And the arena is all yours. Good luck, uh, little buddy. Yeah! 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 (laughs) And the dogs tear them apart. (laughs) (laughs) And there's Um, more below that. Small boulder perched on top of a wall. The wall. So so this is the one that's, this is the big Zolgath face wall? Yes. Is that, is there a ramp that goes up to the top of that? Or is, is it just elevated it's just a no it's just a wall a, a, a wall that's out in the middle of the space okay. like almost like a like a, a wall made for taggers type of a thing got it okay and and the, and the boulders just on top of it yep precariously put there all right I'm curious about the seven zolgath standing each holding a flaming torch but uh what i'm going to do it, instead is i'm going to go to the center of the arena dead center like like in the middle of what where the, where the altar the el- Looks like the altar spot was in the in the image, but you're like, close to a bonfire right now. All right, perfect. That's I'm great. So I'll be I'll be near the bonfire. In fact, can I put the bonfire between me and the boulder? Sure. How far away is the boulder at this point? Uh, thirty feet. Thirty feet. That's just what I want to do. I am going to do an elemental toss mm-hmm. into the fire. So I, I'm 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 literally just going to like take a heap of fire of itself and make it expand real fast. So I just, I just, I'm going to make the fire bigger for a hot second. And then I'm going to do a hydraulic push <laughs> onto the boulder okay. to smack it off the wall. All right. You do an elemental toss to generate some more flame that comes flying up. And as soon as that happens, you launch water through it. Water through it and just blast as, as, as hard as possible to, to, to knock the boulder off. All right, make a spell attack roll for your hydraulic push and plus three. That boulder really isn't dodging much right now. <laughs> Damn straight. We'll dodging. see. That will make it a 27. Ooh, that's a glorious hit. What happens to the boulder? 
So uh, <laughs> I, I could roll damage if I need to, but, but <coughs> the so I am bright orange. My whole, my whole aura glows when I lift the fire up and make it about twice its normal size, and I flip to a blue. So my aura shifts like that. Mm. And I push my hands like I'm going to be reaching in and touching the flame, and from my hands, a jet of water just flies out goes through the flame and smacks the boulder, launching it off the wall. And if it's as good of a hit as I think it is, it will it'll throw it off about another 10 feet or so before it just lands and rolls. Cool. Boom, the, the boulder lands and it rolls. The crowd is very impressed. There's more cheering and hooting and hollering and you need to make a performance roll. And it's such a good job, add plus four to this performance roll. Four plus that, and my performance makes it a 17. 17. Toka, what's your response? Uh, Toka doesn't see much in the way of magic, so he doesn't say anything until someone's like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> and Toka, as that's happening, the second course of the meal is brought out. What is the second course of this meal? The second course is a delicacy of fine riverbed lining jelly. <laughs> <laughs> The darkest, sweetest, the best. All right. Jix throws his face into that <laughs> and just starts slurping up. <laughs> Xander, you return up the stairs, and as you walk up, the effects of your juicing uh, fade, sadly. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> Your stirrups are so high. Has it always been this high? I gotta sit down. And you climb back up and you have rejoined your group. Solarsith, the Lady Zolgath, is out there in the arena. She turns around towards your group and says, Toka, what trial is next? She glares at you, Idrisil, by the way. Toka makes his way to Idrisil. Ooh. Idrisil, uh, can you uh, tell me if there's any, like, metal objects lying around? Like, anything shiny or... Uh... Uh, not lying around, but there are tw uh, old-fashioned torch-type stands that go about eight feet tall that have flat things you could put, like, embers and stuff on top of. Does that help at all? Uh, well, it Idrisil is trying to look into a mirror. You can do something like, yeah, you walk yeah. over and rub some of that with your sleeve and yeah, look in it. Completely ignoring the challenges. Idrisil's just looking at his muscles in the mirror and just checking out. Oh, thanks a lot. Let for this god thing really go to his head. Oh, appreciate this. Wow. Oh, yes, Toga. Sorry, sorry. Yes. How can I help? It, I must entreat you to the next challenge. As you will. Aha! And he picks up something and throws it at Silithus. Or Solarsith. Solarsith. Speed! And she uh, uh, claps motions for you out there, and Solarsith says, Speed! Agility! Challenge! <laughs> and the crowd cheers even more now that the uh, demigod High Spirit is taking the arena. Uh, instead of walking down the ramp, he just jumps off the precipice. All right, and as soon as you hit the ground, the effects of Jix's potion wear off, almost as though you intended that. Aww. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> and just raise a hand up into the air. Uh, Toka walks down and stands on the field, the arena with... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, in case the, uh, the yeah. beheading thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Keep going. <laughs> Weedersil, what's your plan of attack? 
It just sort of looks around the arena. He looks at the audience, uh, the people. Where is the the net? What is the net? How is it set up? Is it like hanging above, like in that cave before? No, nope. it, it's uh, on the ground, laid out perfectly flat. It's like a fisherman's type net, a little more rugged. Catch those dogs. Catch, Catch those eels. Catch the eels. Catch. Yay! Um. Catch the seven suits. <laughs> so, so I have plans for them. Idrisil is going to do a couple of things at once. First, he's going to set a hunt prey on one of the five barrels. <laughs> okay. You're going to do what now? I'm going to mark one of the barrels as my prey. Oh, this is an ability thing. Yeah, okay. it gives me a, which gives me a proficiency okay. bonus and stuff. Can you do that? If I can't, it doesn't really matter. It's just for an... Uh, it's a god thing, It's for Tom. the eye just effect. <laughs> okay, no, it, it's, it's just for the eye. Officially, it's for a creature, but keep um, going. Okay, uh, that's fine. I'm going to quick draw my weapon and shoot all five of the barrels. Ooh. And then I'm going to run and jump over the 20 feet uh, sticky goo. Okay. So you quick draw your bow instantly and fire off five shots. Five shots. Make make two rolls for overall shooting this um, with your full plus eight modifier. I believe you have. I'm gonna use a hero point. <laughs> oh my god, they were not good. <laughs> Threes who got lose their life. <laughs> You're the god after all. You can't fail in front of them. It's a little bit better, but I have to use it anyway. So I got a 10 and I got a 20 on natural. Okay. With a total of 10, you shoot and you miss. You shoot and you miss. Doesn't look good at all. I'm not sure how you're playing that off. But then you fire three more shots. You hit the one on the left, the one on the right, and then the barrel in the middle. And then you start running and running and gaining as much speed as you can. And you're heading towards this green sticky goo. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> All right. This goo is super duper sticky. This distance you're trying to cover is really far. You've got to get as close to the edge as you launch off as you possibly can. <laughs> you go running like crazy. You plant your foot right at the edge and you throw yourself forward. Make an athletics roll. Killian, two, two gold, he doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take those odds. I'm gonna use another hero point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Idrisil! Burning him hard! Just... This is for his blasphemy. Acrobatics yeah. instead, you know? You can do acrobatics. Okay. Oh! You have to take it's it. It's a natural one. Oh my god! Oh, of course it is. No. <laughs> blasphemy. Of course it is. You plant, you in slow motion, you see you plant that big important foot down right into the super sticky goo and you throw yourself up and you don't get any verticality at all. Nope. And you go forward as far as your body will let you bend and you collapse face first into the goo and you are stuck there planted in the ground and you can't move. And this is how we die. <laughs> Jix watches that and he just says, 
<laughs> That's the only sound you hear that breaks the silence. I, I, I like the slow pan across the faces of Xander covering his mouth, <laughs> Killian covering his ears, Iggy covering his eyes, uh-huh. and Jake's just like, ha! <laughs> What's Toka's response to this? Toko's response. <laughs> oh, God. He waves slur at them. She comes over. They have a sidebar. There is an official Ascension sidebar. The judge is to review the call. <laughs> she gets out the rule book. The only sound in the arena is a very muffled... <laughs> They're checking the instant replay on this play. I knew it was Toka, Toka keeps looking back up at the lesser gods yeah. mm-hmm. and seeing one of them laughing hysterically <laughs> whispers back at Silareth and tries to explain to Silareth that this is the god trying to appease us with humor. <laughs> this is not an attempt at agility. This is, this is lies. This is false gods. I've told you. It's not false gods. You saw the arrows, the strength, Toka. the magic. Toby's trying to push him with his other foot out of the zoo. Give me the word and I will slay him. I do not give the word. Pull him free. Try again. She comes over and she leans over close and she starts. Toka approaches the crowd. Okay. And speaking in the language there, uh, trying to convince them that this is the God trying to be kind to us and being friendly for sheer speed is not for the (laughs) eyes of the Zool God. All right. Make a performance or diplomacy roll your choice. Well, 13? 13. The crowds kind of believes it. They're not too sure. They're not as, as excited and clapping as you would expect. Uh, Solarseth is next to you and she is spitting and hawking up stuff all over you, Idrisil, and it's somehow a solvent and from her body that is letting you start to move your arm and she is pulling you out. She's very close to the back of your head. She says, I I know your lies and I will run my spear through your heart before this day is done. Get up! And she pulls you up. There's a terrible ripping sound as what little elven hair on his upper chest and face are left behind. Free lancing, at least. You've invented elven flypaper. It's like this black charcoal mask. And Mm -hmm. you are lifted up, and (laughs) what do you do or say? I just start wiping some of the stuff off. And I lean down in, pick up one of my braids, and try to rip it out of the (laughs) Use some of the stuff and just put it back on my hair. Uh, Toka again advances on the crowd. The challenge! Agility! (laughs) And... Yay! (laughs) Oh, yeah! Good job! like your mom overselling the performance of the school play type thing. Solarsith uh, doesn't help you off. She says, there's two, two trials left. The next trial, the trial of courage. And the crowd cheers, courage, courage. Well, uh, they don't know that word, but yes. I can do that. Bravery? 
Yeah, you want to do that? Sure. Balls. Okay. <laughs> Translation. Jix, Jix begins to stand up, and then you guys sees. both can go if you want. Nah, I like the idea of just one of us doing it. Okay. I mean, I don't know what the next trial is, so I don't either. Do you want to roll for it? No. Okay. You want to do it? Go, go for it. Killian will go be courageous. Killian, you head down. You pass by the uh, sunken-headed Idrisil. <laughs> <laughs> Baby smooth Idrisil. Killian disapprovingly shakes his head and just mutters the word blasphemy under his breath. Okay. As he passes, I'm sorry, okay? I didn't mean to. It's the floor off as quickly as it came. Can I borrow one of your hero points? Yeah. <laughs> And Killian, you're out there. Uh, Save face. Let us. Because since he left, is out there. <laughs> <laughs> he walks right by the face print in the mud. Right. <laughs> Disappointed, shocked. <laughs> All right. So courage. I am going to walk di- like, and I'm like. Cool as ice the whole time, oh. just walking this slow. As we all know, Killian to be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this slow, methodical pace, walking straight up to the seven Zolgoth standing in the corner, each holding a flaming torch. Okay. Um, once I get there, I look each in turn in the eye, and then I reach out and I pull out my ever-burning torch. Okay. And. Open it up so that it burns, and I and I hold it up, and then I motion for them to each like. They hold up their torches okay. high, and then I like wave it. They wave their circle around and then their I heads. I bring mine down, and then I just stick my hand like straight into the flame. Oh! And I just stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> just my hand, just in the flame, and I'm just like giving them like the most intense look. Okay. And I'm just like, these none of them do anything until the guy on the right does it, and he winces and he starts hissing. The others start joining. The third one has to stop immediately. The fifth one just throws his torch without even trying it. <laughs> There's a couple that are holding it. Uh, They're essentially trying to outlast you mm-hmm. like crazy. And can you describe exactly how much damage your uh, for burning? torch does to you it does zero because there is no heat <laughs> no heat produced at all. from it <laughs> that's fantastic that's really <laughs> really great it's really super clever and they're trying to hold out as long as possible it's and just like just the calm as ice look is like in killian's eyes like you know there's nothing in the world that could bother him right now there is one guy, the lead guy, who gives you this look, this little, this little Zalgath, Zalgath look of I'm not stopping, I'll go down in flames, and he almost does. <laughs> Killian just looks at him like pitifully, like, like, oh, I'm so sorry about your luck. Finally, he throws it, he's the last one, he hisses, his wrist is on fire, his arm is on fire, and he goes running to the channel to plunge his arm into the running Killian water. spits on the ground, turns around, and walks away. Woo! <laughs> No need to make a performance roll. You get a massive <laughs> cheer from the audience. It's amazing. Uh, they are extremely impressed. Uh, Toka, what is your response? Uh, Toka is still looking at Idrisil, shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> I can only cover it so, so much. You didn't see one thing. You're just staring at Idrisil all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Idrisil just went right back to the mirror, but now he's just standing in the corner. <laughs> Watching that. Uh, no, to- uh, Toka gives the big cheer, um, but very concerned with uh, Idrisil and, and and where he's at right now. Okay. Uh, Solarsith uh, steps out and she says, The arena trials are done. 
return. And she waves her hand to the audience and the audience kind of uh, uh, cheers. Uh, some do a little chatting in their little draconic language. They seem particularly excited uh, about the last one that really got them going. And as they start to part, she turns to your group in that main um, king-like section of the, of the theater stands there. She says, the arena trials are done. There is one last trial of the Ascension. And she walks out and she leaves. Uh, all of the people start to scatter. There are just a few guards that remain around these stands uh, and then Toka. What is this last challenge, Toka? I killed Killer. <laughs> Did we not complete all of your tasks? There is kind of. one more. Uh, and he just, he looks All at... All eyes uh, turn to Toga. <laughs> Toga looks at uh, everyone. You have brave people. Eyes to you. Very brave people. But there is one more challenge, and that is the caves. And that is where we must go. If you are ready, High Spirit. What is in the caves? Darkness. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. Well. Things that hunt the Zukoth. You will go. I will go with you. We will have the High Spirit with us. Yes, the agile High Spirit. <laughs> will you be more of a support? Toka, I have a question for you. Your people, the uh, the Zolgoth, you uh, you tied you had a, you had a, a friend of ours, a giant, tied up. Why why would you do that? Outside of your caves, outside amongst the clouds and the stars in the sky. I don't have. We can't have giants running around in here. He's not. I mean, I know he's a giant, but he's not a bad one. I may alienate a few of your kind. Old giants. If we, if we, if we, uh, complete this trial, will you, you make a promise to me to, to leave him alone? You complete this trial and I leave. Where are you going to go? To the depths. Hmm. Are you coming down with the, are you going to the caves with us? Yes. Can you handle yourself? Aha. He kind of hisses and contorts a bit into this kind of sideways S as he very quickly draws his sword, slashes about a bit and resheathes it. So Larseth uh, has uh, appeared in this area and she brings your um, metal shield, which is extremely rare in this hide club community and she also has some uh, uh armor what kind of armor do you wear is it like hide type stuff uh it would be um probably modified with the scale and like metal attachments and that kind of stuff yeah random bits things the inedible stuff that comes down <laughs> <laughs> armor. she brings the royal armor then and helps uh put it around you it's like someone's inside as part of the back and you know that kind of stuff 
But the shield is legitimate. It's a real shield. She says, You will go with Toka to slay the burning hag once and for all. And we will remain here. She doesn't seem happy about it. And if you defy these, if you betray Toka, then we will know you are filled with lies. She looks at Idrisil in particular. Uh, Toka steps into that view and says, uh, may the high spirit have mercy on you when I return. And Toka begins to lead the way. All right. Before we walk out, I want to, uh, Iggy wants to go up to Solar Seth and Solar no, Seth. No one. I was the word, another terrible name. <laughs> uh, gonna do like a humble bow. Oh, all right. In front of her and offer her the crocodile jaw. She takes it and she plants a hand upon your shoulder in some sort of sign of respect. This is for you. And you're married now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Toka takes you out of the arena and guides you through the underground section of the city until you start to walk up another wide ramp of stone, taking you up to the city streets proper. You have now risen to a level deep underneath the ground that is inside a cave that is a city of pale blue stone. The cave is half a mile wide. You can see a tall, uh, not tall, but far buildings in the city that stretches across the whole bottom of the cavern due to the bioluminescent flowers that grow in different sections of the buildings and on the far walls. Uh, The stones are very smooth and it's very uh, quiet as you walk and you are being led by Toka and you are followed by several guards and they kind of trail the group as though they're going to follow you for a bit, but maybe not. You're not quite sure what's going on there. And he is leading you towards one section of the wall um, of this cave this flat section of a wall of uh, dark brown rock that's all uh, jagged, and he's heading in that direction. Xander's uh, looking around because he's, he's back in this incredible city, so he's, you know, back full of wonder and amazement, and <clears throat> since we're walking out of the city, he just kind of snaps up to him. Toka, if I can ask, what is the burning hag? She is an enemy of the Zukath. Why? She feasts on my kind. She destroys much of what you see here. And we're up at the the blue stone. You're in the blue stone city blue right stone now. City. She defiles this place. This goes against all that is the high spirit. Wonder if she's the uh, swamp witch. <clears throat> Maybe we're very under far underground. Is Does, she is she down in the caves? I do not know. Oh. She could be anywhere. He points to the far wall of the this cavern where you're heading towards, 
uh, to something he has called a couple times as you've been walking, a tower uh, that you're heading towards. But what he points to does not look like a tower at all. Uh, what you see is a collection of small rooms and uh, uh, constructions that are half built into this giant cavern wall that go up 50, 60 feet up and half stick out. It's like a spire or a tower that's half built into the cave wall and half sticking out. They tend to be rectangular shapes, maybe 15 feet long, maybe 20 feet wide. There's little slits for uh, possible windows or other things, and it just goes up in uh, a line uh, up the cavern wall, and he's taking you towards a, uh, an entrance at the base of that. I really want to pull out my ever-burning torch and start poking him with it. <laughs> uh, oh! <laughs> you approach this far wall and you can see this quote-unquote uh, spire that he's uh, taking you to, to has a entrance at the bottom of an open doorway that's a little tall, maybe 12 foot tall. The doors have been opened, big iron doors. It has kind of a rusty appearance to those doors, but you're still about maybe a hundred feet away because between you and those doorways is a wide channel that's kind of deep, maybe 15, 20 feet deep. And there is water that's moving through this channel. The water is coming from this structure, this vertical structure inset into the wall that you're heading towards. Those slits that I mentioned that you thought were windows, several of them, not all, but several of them are pouring out water that cascades down the sides and uh, fall into this wide channel. Some of it doesn't even fall in. It hits this, uh, this ledge on the far side. So maybe it's not even supposed to design to be doing this. So it's splashing water that then falls into the channel. So you're on one side and it's about 20 feet in width across this channel and it goes forever and ever and ever. There's a whole bunch of buildings on your side. Um, you're not sure they're You think they're he can function. jump at either cell? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, gets down on all fours like a sprinter and just starts back and pump faking back and forth. Pump, pumps is there, Jordan. He doesn't faint. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you can see there is some sort of slot in the far wall of the uh, channel that uh, might have held a bridge at some port or point or had some function, you're not sure, but you are not sure how to get across this particular channel. Oh, and by the way, the water that is coming down here is similar water you've seen since you've been here, which is not the most pleasant. It's kind of brownish green in color. Um, maybe don't necessarily drink. Drink drink like soda instead of drinking. <laughs> Jix takes his canteen and fills up. Okay. <laughs> Jix, you're going to get sick. No, man, this is good stuff. He's already filled his second You remember canteen. that potion that gives you diarrhea? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Welcome to Mexico. <laughs> Beep it it's Xanner. If you want adventures, please drop by patreon.com slash ingloriousbards and throw us some gold. We could use someone like you to keep us going. Speaking of which, watch how bravely we handle this. All right, Toka, you point to the other side. This is where you know that uh, you have sent several of your warriors, your bravest warriors in the past, and they have not returned. Is there... A 
uh, nary a sign of any of these uh, warriors. Warriors? No, but there is possibly a sign. Who? Probably your closest to Idrisil. Idrisil, you can see that Toka has a bit of nervousness about him. You're not sure what the cause is, but he seems just a little apprehensive. Um, you're not good at reading Strange Bazaar Zolgath, but uh, that's your current read on this one. <laughs> Toka, how do we get across this river? We swim? It just looks at the the pace of the flowing water, and he just looks... The pace is, is not too fast. The problem is it's about eight feet down in this channel before the water even began. Uh, he looks over to where the the bridge structure was and kind of looks. You can see above. In. You're not sure if it was connected or not, but straight above are these arcing uh, stone, just architecture design things that even some of the, that kind of cross over some of the channel and some of that water from the far side tower thing actually spills coolly between it. But again, you're not sure if something fell down or you're not. Mm-hmm. Didn't somebody purpose. have a grappling hook? That's what I was just about to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- Igno will pull out his grappling hook and <laughs> toss it up to the those arches. Oh, okay. You whip it around and you throw it up and you hook it as successful as you think you can around one of those arches. And I tug on that real hard. Real hard? Yep. Seems totally secure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here goes nothing. And uh, he'll what, push What is his, he doing? <laughs> he'll push his little dwarf feet off and swing across. All right. You swing across after Toka uh, gives you a kiss on the cheek like Princess Leia, and you go swinging across. Whee! I need you to make an athletics roll, please. You only need to get a tenor higher. Well, it's one non, non-natural 20. 20, that is a critical success. You got 10 over what you needed. Yeah. You go swinging across, you actually swing through uh, some of this water just a little bit. It, it slightly burns at the skin. Um, uh, it's not the most pleasant thing. You swing to the other side, you land with grace, the likes of which the Zulgoth have never seen such speed and agility before. <laughs> you land. Especially agility. Not like- oh, <laughs> you are the high spirits. <laughs> you land on the other side and you have, uh, you still have your rope. Everything seems secure and you have those door, this big open door also that leads into that area. And then also the ledge that you're on, it's about 15 feet wide. It goes really far both directions as well, but you're not seeing anything else it connects to currently. Oh. Um, who, who wants the rope? I'll go. Five gold. <laughs> I'm good. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. And I throw the rope over. All right. How, right. how would the Zogathi translate this river? You are not sure. You just sent your men across. They could have just died in this yeah, river and never made it inside. <laughs> you you don't swim. know. <laughs> we can't swim. Go! Go in the door. Okay. All right. Jix backs up. He backs up some more. He counts to three. Backs up some more. <laughs> don't rush me. I'll, I'll get you. He chokes up on the rope as high as on he can. On his tippy toes. Yep. <laughs> And then he goes swinging wide across the channel. What are we doing? Athletics? Athletics, 10 or higher. 11. Okay. He swings out and he's not going to make it. And Iggy, you reach out and grab onto his boot. 
Got him. You, Thank it. Thanks, Easter. You're welcome. You give him a few pendulum moments. <laughs> My hands are so slippery. <laughs> who's, who's next? Idrisil grabs the rope when Niggy throws it over and nods at Toka. You're next. I insist. He, all, he, all, he, insi- he all, oh, okay. pushes the rope at Toka. All right. God has spoken. God has spoken. Uh, trying to mimic the position and movement of the goblin and caring not for the fact that he's weighed down with shield and other metal bits, tries to cross with this uh, moment. All right, you get your tippy-toe action trying to replicate what Jix did. You swing out, make an athletics roll. You just need a 10 or higher. 10 or higher. Well, that's at least a 10 there. 16. Okay. You need a higher contrast die. That's, yeah, that's yeah, you do. This one. You swing across, you land uh, with a thud, and you are successfully there. You try not to look too... Uh, okay, yeah, thank God. Thank you, Drusil. Uh <laughs> And you, you swing back the rope. Good job, Toka. I got this one. Xander just jumps. That makes it look easy. <laughs> the rope hasn't even gotten back yet. <laughs> Make an athletic yeah. throw. Uh, that is a two. Uh, athletics are very low. 16. 16. Oh. He still makes It's very gangly and not pretty, but he makes it. There's a lot of unnecessary flailing and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like screaming like, I'm falling. I'm falling. And you're just holding on to him and stuff. He has his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Go on without me. <laughs> uh, but you are able to get the gnome aside. Who does that leave back on the original side? Killian and I mean, Idrisil. Yeah. Oh, ones. Yeah, the tall ones. <laughs> <laughs> they step over. Grabs the rope again. <laughs> and just so grabs the rope again. Are you going or am I going? I'll go. All right. You're a little more athletic than I. <laughs> I got to warm up over here. All right. This is not <laughs> my forte. <laughs> Who's the guy? Who's the Natural guy? 20. Natural 20? <laughs> Killian looks at you, looks across, checks out the door that you're kind of heading towards just beyond the swing. Just utters blasphemy again. (laughs) (laughs) I I can picture this so well. (laughs) You swing across, Killian. You land on the other side without stop. You just walk quickly as you land the other side. Let the rope go, and it swings and falls kind of in the middle awkwardly. You walk over to the door. You pull on a lever, and you start to extend a bridge whose controls you just spotted. (laughs) From that slot on the far side. I know. I want to make him jump. (laughs) You totally can. No, I won't extend the bridge. You extend it out, and this almost wireframe-like just metal framework bridge starts to slowly just crank out from inside the far channel wall and starts slowly grinding and grinding and grinding out and it extends to the other side and comes to a stop before the high spirit Idrisil. Idrisil just stretches up just like, oh, I guess I don't have to go. Okay. And everyone's safely on the other side. Ignol retrieves his rope (laughs) and grappling hook. All right. Make a another athletics roll for me. Uh, a non-natural 20. Okay, you are able to start flipping around your rope and you are able to get your grappling hook back and your rope and you guys make your way into this structure built within 
the cavern wall. Who is in the lead and who is in the rear? Those are the two spots I want to know. I'll go. I'll be in the lead. Cho- well, oh, Iggy's up front. Yeah, Toka should go up front. Okay. Toka's up. I'll front. be right behind yeah. him. Okay. Who's in the rear? Not Jix. Uh, uh, Idrisol will take up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just... Yeah. Xander's right in front of him. But yeah. <clears throat> you guys uh, walk into this room and essentially go into this area that has uh, some small metal box on the side that has strange circles attached, some sort of machinery you're not sure of its function. Toka pays it no heed and walks down a couple steps until he enters a room. There is a door at the bottom of these steps. You've only gone down maybe eight feet or so, and you open this door. The door is slightly ajar, and there is water uh, um, on this floor. It's about maybe three feet of water, and you push and slowly force open this door, and you can see the only way to go is into this room. And this room has several metal boxes that have uh, that are maybe four or five feet tall. They have different uh, one or two different letter uh, letters, um, levers or knobs and buttons. These are strange machines that most of you from a fantasy world barely have any sense of knowledge of. If you're trained in Arcana, you instantly know these are machines for some purpose. If you're not trained, you just don't know what it is. And if you're Toka, you have just freaking no clue what the heck. It's please. art. Yeah. Jix, Jix is trained in Arcana. I'm yeah. trained in Arcana. So you don't know what they are, but you just know that they are machine and machinery and somehow they function okay. within this building. So you said there's water about three feet. About three feet. Uh, there is Which a- Which of us are swimming. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a challenge. And then there's a door on the other side. Um, that is closed, um, that is slightly above the water, some steps that rise up. Toka is pretty much focused on just trying to find some remnants of the Zulgath that he's sent before. All right, you're scanning the water. You haven't entered this room yet. There's no other way to go, and you're not sure how to proceed because uh, you know this water isn't the healthiest of stuff. Um, You know water on this side of the cave is particularly bad, and it's gotten even worse in your last few months of interactions with the Burning Hag. Uh, Idrisil, remembering the giant kind of elven statues, is just looking for any remnants of elven culture or artifacts or statues or imagery of any kind. Make a society roll that's extremely high. Okay. That'll be a three. <laughs> okay, you see nothing but squares and shapes. Kalin is trying to figure out the gears to figure out if he can empty out the, like, stop the water from flowing. Okay. With the machinery. Uh, make an arcana roll. Fifteen. You start looking over. You're leaning on. You're leaning into this doorway, holding on to some door edge, leaning so your feet aren't touching the water, and you can see no way to make any use of these machines. There's even a couple letter levers within reach and they're either stuck in place or they move freely and don't seem to do anything. You guys have a lot of luck with levers. Mm. <laughs> or it's gone so well so far. Mm-hmm. Levers are great. What you want you want a ride, Jix? Yes. Uh, yeah. And Jix struggles to get up on your shoulders. You're going to be all right, Xander? No. I'll carry you. Will you? Yep. Really? Uh-huh. You guys okay. going to get into that R-rated R- 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 movie now? 
Oh, yeah. We need a big coat. Big trench coat. <laughs> what is Stay asshole? Tell me to <laughs> um, what is uh, Toka's kind of demeanor at this point? What is he was nervous uh, before we crossed over? Toga would be concerned and is seems to be peering about, scanning the water, and is now starting to wade into the water. All right, to Toka, you find. take two points of acid damage as you start to go into this water. It is burns your skin. It <clears throat> seeps through into your armor. And you've barely gotten a few feet and you take two points of acid damage. You can continue further, which will take a couple more rounds, or you can try and head back or do something else. What would you like to do? I uh, continue further. All right. Hissing as I go and sizzling as I go. You take two more points of acid damage and you are maybe 20 or 30% of the way across this room. I am... Uh, prodding about on the floor this distance that I've gone. I try to clamber up onto one of the boxes. You clamber up on one of the boxes. You are halfway across and you're on like an island of one of these machines that was built in the middle of this room. You are now um, no longer burning. Your skin's irritated, but you're no longer burning and you're perched on this box that has room enough just for you. There's a couple other boxes that aren't too far away and then the doors maybe another 15 feet away. There's also a couple pipes that are above you, uh, one of which is dripping. The water is hot. It burns. Yeah, Jax, you might want to pour that out of your canteen there. <laughs> you see you see Jax burp and a little bit of steam comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out of his tracheotomy hole there. Uh, yeah. Uh... So there's pipes up above. Yes. Uh, could we potentially tie ropes to that? Like, like you know, travel through there? Or Ninja Warrior across? Hell yeah. yeah. Good. Because it works out so well for all of us. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> You'll have to. Mr. Natural's <laughs> You'd have to. What's the plan? You've got a Zolgath stuck in the middle of the room, and then you've got a goblin on top of the dwarf right so, now. And I'm going to grab Xaner. Uh, and like, try to, if I can, I feel like my shoulders are pretty broad, may not be tall, but if I could have each of the little guys like perched on a shoulder. You can, it will be challenging, but you can. And I'm gonna wade into this shit. Okay. What, what if, what, uh, what, what, what if we try the old uh, grappling hook uh, around one of these pipes again? That's the evil demon on your shoulder, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're doing fine the way you are. <laughs> Don't let yourself get stopped. <laughs> um, we can. You can do anything you want to do. <laughs> no, you're going to shut I believe in you, and you believe in me. I don't want to get burned. I don't want to get burned. <laughs> Not knowing what to do, I just wait. I'm like, and I wade into it. Okay, you're going all the way across with these guys? Yep. All right. Uh, Jix and Xanner, you guys take absolutely no damage whatsoever. And uh, Iggy, you take 10 total points of acid damage by the time you get to the other side. You guys um, 
Uh, Toka, you're kind of, you know the common language, but you've not heard these new curse words that are coming from the door. <laughs> so you're learning some new things. Uh, you arrive at the other side, uh, Iggy, and there's the door here. You need to force it open with an athletics roll to uh, bash it. You will succeed in getting the door open, but if you fail a, the athletic 16 to open it, you have to step down into the water to force it. So, good luck. A natural 20. Whoa! Nice. <laughs> you smash open the uh, door, you lean, and the door kind of, actually, the door comes in, and you lean out precariously, throw out a hand, and pull Toka to safety as he you leap him Whoa! across the water. And he, you've got meant for this. You got a whole bunch of people safe. We got all the little guys are across. <laughs> all right, come back and get us now. <laughs> uh, do you see I any levers over yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. Do I see any lever or anything that might like drain this room or you do see, anything? You see, this door opens up into a very narrow and tall uh, corridor. It essentially, this door opens up. There's a wall immediately on your left and then a wall right in front of you that you would have to go side scooting and it goes to the right about 30 feet and it's 20 feet tall. It is a weirdly compact space. And there are one, two, three doors on the far wall that's just a couple <laughs> inches away if that makes any sense at mm -hmm. all. Uh, that's what you're facing right now. How high are the pipes off the ground? that lead across the room? That's uh, a, uh, a shallow, low room, low room ceiling. So um, you could jump up and touch them, but these little guys can't. All right, I'm gonna jump up and grab a hold of the pipes. Okay. Try and avoid where it's dripping and try to get across. All right, make, it, across? make an yeah. athletics roll. Again. Killing the cleric. Not my forte. <laughs> Killing the cleric Ninja slash warrior ninja warrior. Couldn't do a nature roll. Yeah, stop making that hand movement and roll the damn dice. <laughs> oh, hero! Oh, I'm gonna use what, a hero what point. What did you roll? Natural one. I'm gonna hero point that. <laughs> you got a good mouthful before you left. Uh, eight. An eight. That's all you have. No modifier. No. Oh. <laughs> Killian, you Killian go across, <laughs> and you start uh, flagging with your muscles as you start to get about halfway. And then you're doing that ninja warrior thing where you start to slow down and your fingers start sliding down and you hook up again oh, yeah. and everyone's holding out for you. And then finally your muscles give and you splash in and you take two points of acid damage and you're only halfway across. All right. uh, can I get up on like a bar or something? Um, you were able to like climb up to the very machine that Toka was once at. Can I jump across? Um, yeah, uh, you've got your friend uh, Iggy there to help out. That'd be Make great. one more athletics roll. Yeah. Just roll a 13 or higher and you take no damage whatsoever. Is there an alternative? <laughs> Don't Waiting right <laughs> Start a civilization on the box. Uh, how much damage will a nine get me? You splash on the last few steps that go up to that final door and you take two more points of damage. Lovely. Idris Steel, that's how it feels. <laughs> Idrisil, you're the last one. How you're far would one have to jump to too make far. it across? Yeah, it's too far to jump across. You can leap to machine to machine if you want to try that. We want to try that. Okay. Idrisil leaps over to that middle machine, make an athletics roll. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be a 11. 11. And you uh, hit the machine hard and dip one foot into the acid. You land on it, but you do take one point of acid damage. And then you've got to perch, hunker up those thighs and leap across again. And what was the roll you had to make, Killian? 13. 13. 13 or higher. You go flying towards Iggy at the door. You're the last one. Oh, the 15. And you land safely. He pulls you in with a bit of a hug, and everyone is crammed into this steps leading up to the doorway and this cramped space just beyond. The mighty god made it across. <laughs> no bridge this time. <clears throat> you see there are three doors that your, your faces are almost pressed against as you move into this space, and you kind of side shuffle to the right to move anywhere. J- Jix, unfortunately, was facing the wrong direction <laughs> when they began to shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> And there are, there's a, the first door is uh, very rusty and there is a not so pleasant aroma coming from it. The second door. Let's go to the next door. (laughs) (laughs) The second door has um, some damage to its uh, handle lock mechanism. uh, that's been uh, melted away. You're not quite sure what's going on there. And the third door uh, has another smell beyond it that smells like uh, rotting animal carcasses. I don't like any of these options. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Toka. Uh, Toka starts pawing and trying to open the third door. Okay. You start pawing at the third door and you are able to open it and it opens up into a small room. In this room, it is relatively clean room. There's no dripping liquid at all. You see there is a bucket in one corner and there is a, uh, and there's actually clean water within that. It's not the weird brown greenish stuff. You see there is uh, a collection of two rotting bodies of Zolgath in the corner, Mr. Smells Good, I'm Hungry. And they are just unceremoniously- Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't know know my ways. ways. And they are wedged into a corner of this room. And there is also a little uh, bed mat type thing on the ground made of like, uh, carpeting type stuff that's been woven together. I go over to check on the bodies of the two Zugath. All right. They are your two warriors that you had sent uh, a week or three ago, and they lay dead there. Their uh, clubs are here. Their spears are gone. Their harnesses are still on them, so they weren't necessarily uh, stolen from or looted. Uh, and they also have been, um, make a nature or medicine roll, your choice. Um, can Jix go and look at him too? Yeah, Jix, you come splurting out the tight area. 19? 14. 14. They look to have been eaten, partially eaten. He said he was hungry. I sneak a bite. (laughs) (laughs) You always were my favorite. (laughs) Uh, Having seen the damage done to them, I I start to check up and over me. Okay. 
see if there's anything there. You look up and over, it is tall, just like the little space outside. It's about 20 feet tall, uh, but you see nothing but smooth walls and one pipe that's above. Uh, and a smaller brass pipe uh, that you looks a little bit different, but you can not even reach it or barely see it. Does it <clears throat> transect the wall or does it go over a partition? It goes into the wall and through, uh, the, both of them go into holes in the wall. Mm. Idrisil uh, looks at the second door and tries to open it and just presses on the kind of burnt okay. lock and sees if it clicks or if anything happens or if it just opens. All right, you push it, uh, it, it. There's resistance. You look through the damage and you can see that there's some sort of mechanical action. And you think if you um, did some work on that door, if anyone had any thieves tools, you could uh, mechanically open it. But forcing it will not work. Yeah, so he, he kind of tries to budget a couple times, but he lets someone else take a crack at it. All right, Jix, you had spilled into the other, the third room. What are you doing? Um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna kind of look around and see what the what the smell was. Okay, the smell is of death. When, when I noticed that it is a couple of of Toka's people, I just my appetite goes away. Oh, and I walk back out. Um. Into the the cramped hall. Hey, what what do you what do you see there, Edgersell? It, it doesn't seem to open. I think someone burnt the lock. Why don't you why don't you let me uh, have a hack out of here? And I take out my thieves tool. I All spread right. my legs, and he walks right under the. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a challenge because you were in the rear, so you have to start squeezing excuse, back. Excuse me, pardon me. Killian then has to start going back. Xander has to, it's just a mess. I push up against the door. No, 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 other way, other way. (laughs) And finally, Jix, you are at the second door. Let me just say something. You guys need to take hygiene a little more seriously. (laughs) That's rich coming from you. What the hell are you talking about? Just saying. Uh, Jix pulls out his thieves tools. All right. And tries to work on this lock. Make a thievery roll. With uh, 18. 18. You start jiggling your little thieves tools in there and you got the two different pieces and you start twisting and then there is a click and you have unlocked the door. There's no handle or anything that's it's stable. So you just start pushing and it swings open with a loud creak. Inside is another small room. Uh, in here, there is a, a, a pile of iron, um, like a lump of molten iron that's cooled that's on the ground that you think might be worth a little bit of money uh to anyone who's uh would value that although it does weigh about 20 pounds or so um so you do see that there's no other way out of this room you do see in here there is also a small little uh hammer that is laying on the ground it looks like some sort of craftsman type hammer uh next to this iron lump and there is a small piece of a conical brass with glass circle at one end and a grass glass circle at the other, almost like a mini uh, spyglass. Who had the spyglass? Uh, Iggy. Iggy. So it's almost like that. Mm. I pick up the spyglass. Okay. Kind of take a look. All right. Uh, it appears as though it's something you can look through, and it slightly magnifies a little bit what you see. Look at the iron with it. Um. Can I, I want to look kind of up and around. Do, is there any windows or anything in here? You look, there are no windows. This place 
is claustrophobic. The walls are uh, are stone, but these are black stone that's very uh, oppressive and larger size compared to the nice smaller bluestone avenues you've been walking along before. Uh, there are no other ways out. You still see those pipes I had mentioned earlier. You also extend into this room uh, high above. Um, this isn't the same type of stone that Killian might have seen in the temple, or is that like a weird magical kind of glowing? The hunk of iron? No, like the the stone itself. Oh. Is it? No, it's. You've not seen this type of stone. Wallstone. Is uh. <laughs> Hey, what, which one of you guys can maybe cast a bright light in here? Bing! <laughs> Killian. <laughs> Killian. Killian goes bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I take the spyglass and I turn it small end towards the lump of iron. Okay. And, hey, Killian, come sh- come put your light at the end of this, this glass. I, Killian will do so. All right. You put your light next to the glass. You can see there's a slight bright amplification from the light through that little uh, uh, brass device onto the lump. And you don't see anything unusual, though, with that, Jick. Okay. Flip it over. Jick's... It around. You kill everyone the beam touches. <laughs> <laughs> you cut the world in half. Chicks quietly leaves. <laughs> three times <laughs> uh, there is no effect either when you flip it over. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> it's so now in the back, kind of nudges Iggy. Hey, hey, open the first door. Uh, which is what I was about to do. So. All right. I'm going to go up to the rusty door. You open the rusty door. It opens with a loud squeak. You see this is a, um, say, eight foot by 16 foot chamber, also 20 feet up, also has those pipes. It also has another pipe coming out of the ceiling that extends just a few feet, 20 feet above, and it is dropping into the middle of this room a horrific fecal matter sewage-like stuff. And this room has a perfectly square pit that uh, cuts the whole middle section, essentially has a little ledge on your side, ledge on the right and left side, and a slightly bigger ledge on the far side, where you can see there's a metal desk with some accoutrements on it that's bolted into the floor, and there is a door on the other side. Yes, that is correct. Uh, I'll go up to the desk. What's what's on what's on it? All right, Iggy's exploring that. Anything else anyone else wants to do? Uh, Toga would like to try to ascend or shimmy the wall uh, in the room that he's in to get up to those pipes to okay. see if there's anything with that. All right, make an athletics roll. Um, athletics roll is twenty five. You are climbing up and up. You're, you're doing that foot pressed against one side, hands against the other, and you reach the top and you are not seeing anything out of the ordinary than these pipes. But then something odd happens. And we'll go back to Iggy. Iggy, you. <laughs> Damn it. You are over at this desk. You can see there is a, a shovel that's on there, like a little spade that is covered in weird fecal matter. Behind you, you hear another loud plop, and there is weird goo. There's weird floating pale 
hunks of things, like some sort of doughy flour that's solidified, that's floating in it. Um, you do see there's a door on your side. There is also an old book that's uh, underneath this desk as well. Idrisil, make a perception roll. See if you see this. Idrisil's... He's, he was right there at oh, yeah. him to go in. That's a 19. Idrisil, you see uh, as Iggy is looking around this desk, between him and you is this like <laughs> uh, mud sauna type mm-hmm. thing of fecal matter. You see a small, pale, very pale, very small little hand float up to the top. Five fingers just floating up to the top. Like made of the mud or? No, just some pale, like if if Jix went totally pale on you one day, his, like his in little hand, just in, in that little like sludge stuff, in the some yeah. dead little thing just floating, some hand, but it doesn't look human and it doesn't look Zolgath either. Iggy? But it definitely looks fecal. What? <clears throat> turn around. I turn around. You turn around. You see that little hand, and ab- above it, if you will, if something were laying flat, you see a little bit of a nose and two eyes that kind of come floating up out of this uh, horrific gunk, and it smells really bad in yeah. here. Uh, and the eyes blink a little bit. Oh God! <laughs> imagine a imagine a very white pasty golem. Xander's been uh, outside of the room, kind of looking in throughout. Oh my god! Why this smells so much worse? Jix, I think I think your sister's over here. <laughs> it just so like turns to the side so oh, Xander god. can see inside the room. <laughs> Jix actually, at hearing that, races into the room. My sister. You go running in, make a reflex saving throw, please, as you go precariously <laughs> near the edge. Uh, 18. 18, and you stop yourself before going in, and you can see this strange, pale, hairless creature just kind of floating on its back, becoming more and more visible, floating in this horrific mess. And anyone uh, who's there in that room, Idrisil, Jix, and Iggy, you all have the second one condition while you remain in this room. Um, mm-hmm. I yell at Iggy. You pig fucker, don't you ever joke about my sister again. <laughs> uh, this Sorry. might be out of order because they fell on the ground. Sorry. It, it, it looks a little bit like you, though. It could be your sister. You see it blink. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and it's alive. And it dips its head back down in when it looks over and sees you, Iggy. And then you see it top of its head appear uh, at the top of this gooky stuff and it starts to slowly make its way over the top of the head over towards you, Iggy, as it's swimming underneath this stuff. Am I within attack reach? Attack with your weapon? Uh, it would have to be a bow. You're about 15 feet away. You're on the other side. 50? 15, 15. Okay. Oh. oh, wait, it seems friendly. Mm. <laughs> All I want is a hug. I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. it do it, does seem. Do I get any effect from having my iron gut? Your iron gut? Yeah, you are not affected by it at all. Okay. Uh, uh, Iggy, you see this thing getting closer? Are you doing anything in particular? Uh, I'm going to draw my sword. You have your sword. Not a lot of room to use it backed on this ledge, but you do have your sword out, and you see two pale hands put themselves. They're almost like weird, long-fingered baby hands come out with very slender, pale arms. (laughs) 
grab onto move. the edge and this hairless face pull up and the strange bug-eyed creature comes up and it looks up and it says, hello. H hello, I'm, uh, I'm Igno. Back up at the top of the pipe section with Toka, you are in room three. You have climbed all the way to the top. There is a pipe that is nearby you and you can hear it's uh, a little bit of rushing water sound, but the brass smaller pipe you can hear, you can hear some sort of words being spoken as though someone is communicating through tube and you can't quite hear what it is but you can make a perception roll right now. Oh, I'll be doing that. Perception roll, eh? Okay. Is... Oh my god, a nine. Never mind, you're totally fine. <laughs> Am I able to do <laughs> hero rolls? You sure can. <laughs> I think I will do a hero. A hero point, burning a hero point, rolling it. <gasps> you must take this result. Just some hair in my ear or something like that. Yeah, it's still there. A three, it's a, that's a, a four. that's a ten. Okay, you're not sure what to make of it, but you can hear some sort of like voice going through this pipe. You got your ear right up against it. Uh, my response: I start banging on the pipe. Okay, and you guys can all hear this banging. And uh, Iggy, what was your line that you just said to this creature in the other room? Uh, I, I am I am Igno, and then I kind of motion to like for an introduction. All right. The creature pulls itself up onto its belly and stands up uh, just a few feet away from you, slips and falls and splats like a newborn calf on the ground covered in this fecal matter. And then it picks itself back up and it says, I am Ligui. And it comes close to you and starts sniffing you. You smell different. You smell terrible. And he comes close and is reaching out to touch your clothes to feel what they feel like. Please don't touch me. Iggy pulls out his sling. Ooh. I mean, not Iggy, sorry. Jix. Jix. Jix pulls out his sling and a rock out of his satchel and just, just to have it out. Okay. You got it out. Xander <laughs> is mortified. It smells awful. That thing is creepy looking. I do not want to go into the room. <coughs> so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and the Done. dark loves his softness. <laughs> the creature says, uh, What are you doing here? Oh, there's more. And he sees the goblin not too far away and then covering the doorway is Idrisil. We're, we're explorers. What are you doing here? I am an explorer. Are you? Uh, <laughs> what are, what, are, what? Did you find any treasures down in that uh, that uh, lake of shit there? No treasures. Ooh, no. <coughs> I know where there's shiny treasure. Yeah, where's that? And he points up above to the ceiling. In those. Uh, through that, through that pipe? That shit pipe? No! <laughs> so what are you pointing at? Oh, and he slowly walks over towards you, Jix. 
and he gets very close. His head gets very close to your head. You sure it's you not your smell, <laughs> You smell fragrant. Uh, it's, it's just a little shot. I just whip up every morning. It's yeah, I just put a little behind each earlobe and a little under each pit and good to go. Uh, you, you feel him lifting the flap of one of your alchemy post pouches. Nope, nope, nope. He slaps his hand uh, away. All right, you get a little bit of goodness on your hand, but you slap him away. And are you an explorer? And he comes over to Idrisil. I am a god. Oh, God. <laughs> a high... Blasphemy! A high <laughs> from the other room. A high spirit. Of these dungeons. Uh, make a deception roll of 22 or higher. Mm. Ooh, natural 20. Natural 20. Yeah. 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 That is yeah. natural Wow. <laughs> oh, God. We're never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> The entire storyline just took a left. Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> you just you hear from a couple now. rooms over. I told you, <laughs> the athletic, agile elf that I made is very diplomatic. <laughs> it's, it's truly it's godlike. Only, it's only three. Super deceptive. Uh, Ligui says, "Oh, mighty god, you grace me with your beauty," and he reaches up to caress your cheek gently with the back of his hand. He just leans out of the way. Do not touch me with your mortal hands. How, how can I serve you? Tell us where the witch is. The whom? Tell us where the hag is. Oh, she is, she is there. And he points up to the ceiling. So, uh, in the same place as the treasure? Yes. Do you deceive me? I would never deceive a god. He, uh, just sort of puts his hand on his, the hilt of his sword and, uh, gives him a, a very stern look. Don't slay me, god! No! Don't trick me. There's demon. no tricks. Face him, you smell. Ask him how to get there. Ask him how to get there! <laughs> <laughs> Would you lead me and the Zolgath to the treasure and to the hag? Yes! Better not be a trick. There's no tricks. I serve. And he uh, looks kind of past him at Iggy to see Iggy's reaction to all of this. Iggy was uh, busy bending over to pick up that old book. So okay. he just looks right at Iggy's butt. See some deep crack. give a little wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> the butt winks at you knowingly. <laughs> that brown eye winks. <laughs> the um, creature, uh, Ligui, is, and he's quite naked, by the way. Yeah. Says, come with me, oh master. I will show you. Come with me. And he walks past Jix, stops, and then goes, and races at you, Jix, a few feet, and bites at your neck badly with little fangs and tries to tear your throat out uh, with a 19 to hit. That just... Hit. Oh, gets through your armor just barely and does five points of piercing damage with his teeth. 
that latch in and bite in. And it's just grabbing and clawing, just essentially like climbing onto your chest and mounting you and just diving into your, your throat. Fighting him. Yeah, just so uh, Quick draws his great sword and strikes this thing. You have a great sword. You have a, short, a sword. short sword. The sorry. opposite you of a great sword. It's a very shiny, cool sword. You'd better not miss. Uh, all right. Uh, well, you don't have Quick Draw on that one, so you're going to draw it. Jix, you were being attacked. You have a sling in your hand. I have a sling in my hand. Yeah. I don't know Why what don't good that's going to do. Okay. I, you I, have quick draw for the bow. It just says any weapon. Does it really? It says a weapon. You draw your weapon. Oh, my yeah. God. That's insanely Non-specific can, weapon. Can, 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 do you realize your guy's style? You just walk into every fight with no weapon ever. Yeah. You just stand there. Your first round. You just, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> can, wow. So, I thought it was bow only. Can, can Jix go first? <laughs> Please. Yes, Jix is attacking you. Go for it. Um, so yeah, Jix does have the sling in in, in one hand. Uh, what he does is he he drops one end of the sling, um, grabs it with his other hand and attempts to like put strangle. Oh, his, all right. What's his name? Ligui. Ligui. Attempts to strangle Ligui and get him like in a submission. All right. Do you have uh, an unarmed fist attack at all on I there? I do think. 15. 15. You're able to grab it and you start strangling it and do a D6 of suffocations type damage, please. Four. Four, and you're choking. Ah, ah, and it's continuing to try to bite you before it gets to go. There was some crazy awesome quick draw of a short sword by Idrisil. Yeah. You race across the few feet to get there and you may attack this thing and you have plus two as it's uh, slightly immobilized by the choking. And flanking, okay. isn't it? Yeah, definitely <laughs> flanking. That's a plus 10 for those just listening. Ooh. It is. With a 19, so that'll be 29. 29, you wow. get a critical hit on this beast. Oh, okay. Thank That's God. 2d6 plus... Uh, what does PS mean? Piercing or slashing. Okay, 2d6 plus 2. Do piercing. Maybe you'll go straight five, through. 5, so 7. <laughs> 7 points of damage. You slice into this creature and you slay it. And it has like maybe one half of a hit point left which is choked out of it Why by- God, have you forsaken me? <laughs> by Jix, and the creature dies, and it looks up at you, Idrisil, still believing you to be a god of gods, um, and it uh, hits the ground, slaps the ground with its naked body, half of it hangs off, and then it slowly rolls back into the sludge. And you look across the way and you see Iggy just still thumbing through a book nonchalantly. <laughs> Glance up. What? what? Thanks for all the help. You took care of it. I think I need, know where we need one. to go now. Yeah. Doka, you have found nothing else of interest up in your climbing spot. Even giving the pipe another listen? You, yep. You bang. You, uh, there was a pause in the sound and then it's, uh, you heard something. You're not sure what it is. You banged again and then no more sound. I descend and look for the rest. I look for my god. You find your god <laughs> uh, holding a bloody sword next to Jix, the goblin who's got a bloody neck, and you're not sure what altercation happened. I didn't happened. like him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I serve you. Toka, what was all that banging around we heard over there? 
I thought I heard something. Something in the it? pipes. What did we you should hear? be careful. There's something in the pipes. <laughs> can, can Killian have taken the, the hunk of iron? It's 20 pounds. It's a little weighty. You want to carry it with you? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, can it go in my backpack or can I stick it in Iggy's backpack maybe? Uh, You can put it in yours. I don't think you're carrying much gear as no, it is. No. So yeah, that'll work. You're not going to be encumbered? I don't think so. Um, Iggy, you find this book. It's very moldy. It's, uh, it oh, my, uh Iggy, uh, yeah. cannot oh, yeah. read. And the hammer. Oh. And, uh, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm taking the glass and the hammer as well. Okay. Got it. Iggy cannot read, uh, pretends to like, <laughs> and then just puts it in his pack. And, okay. Uh, doesn't really let anybody know he has it. All right. Oh, God. Um, yeah. It's directions. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Oh, God, it still stinks. Is that a door behind you? Can it, we get out of here? It is. And I open the door, you, or attempt to open All right, door. you open the door and you enter another chamber with some steps. And this is a square chamber that is 40, 50 feet tall that rises above you and all in a perfect square of the, the stones. This one's even smoother stone walls than the others. And I'm assuming the rest of the group uh, catches up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the door keeps trying to close. Niggy got to hold on to it. And you see there is uh, some more of these strange machines with levers at the bottom. There's a few that are attached to some of the walls that don't have levers, but they have uh, circles with numbers and stuff on them, which are just pure magic to you. Yeah. Do they go to 11? They definitely do. <laughs> Um, you don't see another door out of here, and when Xanner brings up the rear, um, screaming due to the smell, uh, he hurriedly uh, closes the door behind so the smell doesn't follow, and um, Xanner, you realize you have closed the door and it is locked behind you. That's probably okay. <laughs> what was that sound, Xana? I don't know. <laughs> Iggy. Can I, uh, real quick, yeah. uh, retch and try to get rid of my second level? Yes. You. Everyone has gotten rid of their second level after you uh, spew up some stuff. Toka. Killian hold his, held his breath. You're on the fine. Toka, you look up. You can see 40, 50 feet up, there is a hatch. Uh, in the ceiling. You don't know what a hatch is. I don't know what a hatch is. <laughs> but you see a door in the ceiling with some weird round irony circle door handle. How's that? So there's irony about this. We're still laughing. But don't. <laughs> yeah, just uh, looking over at Toka, seeing that confused look on his face, also looks up and there's a door up there. You also see Drasil, um right up there. Somewhere between you and there is a thin, reflective, magical field of some type. You see it's shiny. You can see through it, but it's kind of shiny. No, 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 no. <laughs> I detect that there's magic in this room. You detect that somewhere within 30 feet of you is magic. It's a hatch. A magical hatch. <laughs> Wait, that thing's 50 feet high? Yes. And you detect... Within 30 feet? Okay, yes. So you're not detecting that thing. Uh, actually, I now have uh, re a reach spell, which means that all of my ranged, this is an area effect, uh, ignore everything I just said. Okay, yeah. Yeah, still within 30 feet. <laughs> ignore it all. 
Uh, Iggy wants to go up to the nearest machine and uh, take a look at it. Okay. You see it has a lever in the middle and it has two. Again, you don't know what these are, but they're circular uh, slider type things with little grooves in them. One on the right side of the lever, low, one above it, and on the left, high. I'm going <coughs> to try the lever. Okay. You pull the lever, you hear a chunk, and you hear some movement up above, and water starts pouring and pouring and pouring down from above, somehow pouring onto this magical field and spilling down the sides and splashing all over the place. And this is the not so pleasant brownish greenish water and everyone enjoys one point of acid damage it's pouring is it pouring through the hatch did the hatch just open no there's slots that are located on the ceiling of right up near that hatch that are pouring this water in that then spills a few feet onto this field and that then spills on down oh can i move the lever back You move the lever back and it does not do anything. Of course it doesn't. So the grooves you <laughs> were talking about, can I, is there any movable? Is that, there's there any, can, do those, do those. There there's a little uh, a metal uh, disc. Yeah. That gets, that can be moved, slid left and right within each of those. Where's it set right now? It's set on the far right hand side. I'm going to go to the far, I'm going to move it to the far left side. Okay. You move it to the far left hand side. And as you do so, you see there is some movement up above that uh, moves some metal uh, plates that come out of the wall. You're not sure of their function. Uh, but they get stuck as soon as they move out. Think of them like metal drawers that are a little bit wide, and they come out from both opposite sides, and they get stuck a little bit as they hit something as they come out. They're hitting that magical field, except it is not a magical field, and they disturb the terrible creature known as a gelatinous cube. That cube then starts to quiver and falls down the entire length of this 50-foot vertical shaft, and starts going straight down onto all of you. And I need How everyone. How big around is this thing? What's that? How big around is this thing? This chamber is, say. No, just the gelatinous cube. It fits, it's pressed up against it's, all sides oh, of this oh, thing. Oh, it's oh, big. It just slid all the way down. This is like a cube of jello that's maybe 30 by 30 that just slid all the way down. I need all of you to make reflex saving throws. You need a 19 or higher. Oh, Oh, that looks so good. Iggy was a 20 and then it pulled off. I'm going to hero point that shit. 24 for Xanner. Xanner's fine. Seven for Idrisil. Nope. Oh, my God. Got a <laughs> natural one after spending a hero point. He just oh. opens his mouth. He's spending oh. a hero point. Oh. Yeah. Oh. To get a natural I one. I use both of mine. No, no you, you can only, you have you to take only the second one. You, like, you have yeah. to take the second one. Um, oh, Killian, shit. what'd you get? Uh, like 12. Okay. And Toka. Toka got a 22. Okay. Toka and Xanar, you guys are able to throw yourselves up against the side walls and you are not consumed by this and thing. And Idrisil, 28. You got 28. Nice. <laughs> I have a hero point. <coughs> uh, I, and I just heard you use the word consumed. <laughs> <laughs> I may go ahead and use my hero point. Hero Good luck. Point. Still fail. Okay. Those of you who failed. Oh, can I do? Try. Can I use a hero point? You sure can. Good luck. 
Okay, hero points burned oh plenty. Hero points. Uh, everyone who, suck. Everyone who failed, uh, take four points of acid damage as you are engulfed by this creature. Uh, except Jix, you had your mouth open in horror as it came down <laughs> with your critical failure. So I only take three. You take double damage. No! Eight points of acid damage. But your bad breath oh, is no. gone. <laughs> So is your tongue, <laughs> and you're swearing. Uh, the other three of you are pressed up Did against the sides, and you don't take damage. Okay. Uh, this creature is this huge gelatinous cube. It's almost clear. You can almost see straight through it, and it now has Iggy, uh, Killian, and Jix floating uh, unceremoniously at weird angles and upside down within it and it's burning away at you guys. And it also, there's a tingling sensation that attacks your body from all sides. I need you all to make uh, a fortitude save, please. All, all, or? Just those three who were consumed. 11. Fortitude save against what? Paralysis. 21. 21. 16. Okay. And the Goblin Jix and Iggy the Dwarf, you guys are also paralyzed. Not only are you consumed upside down and stuck in this floating um, jello cube, you are now also paralyzed, unable to move. I can swim! And <laughs> we, trying to swim out. We are going to do an initiative round, and I wish you all the best. And we have Killian, you're up first. Uh, Killian will... Um, wiggle his book and um, cast healing magic. Um, don't waste it yet. What do you mean don't waste it yet? It's just, you're just gonna get burned some more. If you do your healing magic with two or more actions, it will require your hands to move and it will be, you have a 25% chance of failing as you're restricted. If you just do one action, you can use just a verbal command and you will not have that penalty. But then that would just be my singular heal. I'm just letting you know. And I could only heal myself. Just letting I you wonder know. if I healed inside the gelatinous cube, if that would spread across. <laughs> I wonder how that would work. Oh, what about your lance? One way to find out. I don't think it's evil. Okay. The gelatinous cube would have to be evil. thinking it's evil, it's evil right now. Huh? Jake's is thinking it's evil right now. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Is the gelatinous cube evil? I will use My one... entire action to contemplate the action. He can. I will use an action to try to recall knowledge. On the gelatinous nice. cube. On the gelatinous cube. Um, make an uh, occult or arcana roll. Uh, would a 15 pass? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Then I will use my assurance. Okay. And for occultism, and I'll just get 15. Guaranteed. Um, uh, yeah. It is a neutral creature. Okay. You have two more actions, Killian. What do you want to do? You can also try to escape from this, but it's not easy. I will use... I will cast... Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and escape. Okay. Um, we do this. Uh, creature, you uh, are grabbed. You were also slowed at level one, all three of you, while you are within this creature, which means you lose one action every turn. So you're down to two actions instead of right. three. You are also having trouble breathing and will start to suffocate. This is a great situation to be in, did I mention that? You guys are doing great. Uh, <laughs> is there one for paralyzed? Oh, probably. 
Okay, uh, you're trying to escape. You need to make an uh, unarmed attack roll or athletics roll to escape. Six, uh, 16. 16. All right, you twist and turn. You try and get a little bit of pressure with your foot, maybe against the wall, but you cannot get free, and that is the end of your turn. It is Toka's turn. You are not engulfed by this creature. I am not, and the door is locked. Yes. That's correct. Okay. Oh, uh, and one more thing. The ground is filling up with acidic water. Ah. Fantastic. <laughs> um, thanks, Iggy. You did a great job. I know. <laughs> you can't answer. I can't answer. <laughs> Was the escape counting as like a movement? Escape is an action. Escape is it's an actually action. an attack. Okay. All right. I won't bother with that then. Uh, where is Idrasil right now? Uh, Idrasil is very next to you, pressed up against the wall, trying not to touch this, and just jiggling mass. See it jiggle. <laughs> uh, with a quick flash of my weapon, I begin to dissect bits of the cube. All right, make an attack roll and go for it. I think you're, what's your attack modifier? A 10. Plus 10 out wow. of the gate. Uh, you want to roll that one? That was, yeah, that was on the edge. Oh, that was on the edge? Yeah, that was a 15. 15 is a hit. What's your damage? D8 and 4 is 12 points of damage. Ooh, huge damage. You slice off a chunk of the beast. Uh, there's still plenty of it, and you can attack again with your slightly lower modifier to hit now. Uh, I will engage again. Go for it. A plus 5. Wow. 22. 22 is a hit. And what's your damage? Is same modifier there. Yep. Yeah, seven. Seven. And what's your third action going to be? Uh, I will, if possible, brace my shield and get this uh, some attention here. You can. You get your shield ready between you and it, and you see it is slowly trying to wiggle its way towards you in between some of these weird machines on the wall to try and engulf <laughs> those who are not yet swallowed. Have its attention, High Spirit. Xanner, you are unconscious <laughs> upside down. No. I, I got away. Oh, yeah, you're against... With Jix and... Jix and uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Nobody's unconscious, unconscious. paralyzed. No, paralyzed. We have paralyzed with Jix and uh, yeah, paralyzed, but I got it. Xanner, dodge out of the way. Okay. And perfect timing, I am going to blast this thing with burning hands. Okay. Straight out in front, throw the cone out. Uh, it is a reflex save for half damage. Just how Jix wants to go out. Yeah, right? With napalm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. A uh, reflex save for the creature. It got a nine. It is not very agile. Uh, <laughs> so not quite a critical fail, but really, really close on that one. for this. Uh, so he, which I don't know if that matters for reflex saves. Uh, that is a 10. 10 points of burning of damage? burning damage. All right. You flash out flame. You scald and burn off chunks. And for a brief second, you see uh, you burn off enough of a chunk for Iggy to take a, a paralytic breath of air before the stuff <sighs> reforms around him. Uh, that was 10 points of damage. Yeah. Uh, you have one more action left as that takes two to cast. I'm going to do the same thing that uh, 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 Toko was doing here. I'm going I'm to put an air shield up. Your magic shield. My magic shield. Like, All right. You're going to hide behind my shield. What? <laughs> 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 Idrisil. Wow, it was uh, the people who were pretty much 
most mobile eater still. You're up. What are you doing? Yeah. Um. So he just was gonna look around the room. Are the um are the boxes encased in this thing? Like the mechanisms? Some of them are. Some are not. Essentially, the floor and then the wall at different spots, all the way up at different sections, uh, have some of these machine things. The boxes are about uh three feet tall and about two feet wide, and they stick out about two feet. Is there a lever on the on the nearest box to me? Yes. I would like to walk up to the nearest box and pull the lever. You don't even want, you just have to reach because you don't want to step forward at all because this thing is getting real close to your face. Okay, you reach out, you pull the lever and nothing happens. Okay, then I uh, quick draw my short sword and attack this thing. Make an attack and also the water is starting to rise uh, just up to your, the uh, top of your boots. I'm going to use both my actions to attack this thing. Ooh, nice. That's a 27. 27 is a hit. Is it a critical hit? It is not. Mainly because there are no vitals on this thing. Mm, Okay. So that's three damage. Big three. Vitals are the people. You you stab it gently. Um, Stab it gently. (laughs) uh, (laughs) You have one more action. Uh, I'm just going to use my last action to... um, raise my cantrip shield. All right, so everyone's yeah. shielding themselves <laughs> afterwards. Iggy, you are paralyzed upside down. You just took a breath. Your turn is over. Make he, a- he has, he has one option. What option? Recall knowledge. No, he doesn't. Oh wait, he does, because he's paralyzed. knowledge when you're paralyzed. Interesting. <laughs> so, sure. Okay. Sit there and contemplate your choices. <laughs> <laughs> Make arcana and a cult roll. Twice, you have two actions. Three? No, you're slowed as well. Slowed uh, okay, one. Okay, okay, Uh, a four. Okay. And a, an 11. Okay. You know this is unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. Your you turn is over, really but really wish you had zipped up your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get to make a paralysis roll. This is fortitude to recover from the paralysis. Ooh, natural 20. You are no longer paralyzed, um, but you may become paralyzed again, and you are able to reach out with a hand and start pulling on Jix, and it will give Jix a bonus to maybe snap out of his paralysis. However, before Jix goes, this creature goes. Um, (laughs) And actually, hold on, back up one step, back up one step. Uh, each creature that is engulfed also takes. Oh, only Killian, you take three points of acid damage, and uh, Iggy, you also take three points of acid damage as you're still inside this creature. The creature itself what about attacks. Jix? What about Jix? Jix is last. No, for the damage. Oh, uh, he. It's at the end of his turn. Oh. Uh, the, the creature attacks, and I love the name of its weapon. Its weapon attack is cube face. (laughs) The face of the cube (laughs) attacks. It attacks once at uh, uh, Toka with a 25 to hit. Holy crap. That's a hit, I assume. Uh, Yeah. All right. It does two points of acid damage and you must make a fortitude saving throw or be paralyzed. Uh, Can I brace that with my shield? Um, You can. So your shield takes one point of damage. You take the other, but you still have to make the paralysis because you did take damage. Oh, okay. Well, it's still low. So. Now do it then? I won't do it then. Okay. Yeah. Make a make a fortitude saving throw to resist the paralysis. Is pretty high. 
That is a 26. You resist the paralysis, which was an important roll. It then attacks Idrisil. It starts shifting its weight over towards Idrisil, quivering towards you, Idrisil, with a 25 to hit. That hits. Am I able to interject or step in the way of no, nothing like higher that? levels, I think you can. Oh, uh, Idrisil, you take three points of acid damage. Unless you're doing something with your shield, unless you want to shatter that shield. Um, yeah, I'm going to... Because there aren't other... Uh, there might be another ten, attack coming. 10 points of uh, damage now. Uh, it's level two. Um, 10 points of the shield is what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. I'll absorb that with my shield. Okay. Does that use your shield up? Yeah, it breaks the shield for any other future attacks this round until he casts it. But it, it. stops him from having to cast again. Uh, so that's, I mean, what was the name of this power again? Move. Face cube. Cube face. Cube, cube face. face. Oh, <laughs> his ability. <laughs> it was the shield spell. Um, no, you, it's not. It's not increased to ten. It's still the normal. Level. Oh, but yeah, I'm still gonna. You gotta be much higher. pants at you. Okay, good. You absorb that, and then it attacks the last person who's not consumed by it, which is our good Xanner. Oh, it's me. It only has a little bonus to hit you, and gets a sixteen. That does not hit. Really? Oh, no, 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 that's my AC. That's, oh. that does. But, but you have your shield up. I do have my shield. So up. you have plus one to your AC. You do. Yes. Oh, the shield blocks it. Oh, it's <laughs> pressing up against it like the Jurassic Park monster with a glass. And you do not take the damage. You don't have to make any roll. Great defense. And last up is Jix. Jix will use both his actions for recall knowledge. Recall goodness. So what are my choices, arcana or occultism? Occultism. Mm-hmm. I took two. That's a 13 and a 17. Okay. Uh, you know that it started with 91 hit points. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You know these things to be very hardy. Uh, and then you get to make a saving, a fortitude saving though, to try and get rid of this paralysis. And you, oh, don't roll yet. You get a plus three from the inspiring efforts of Iggy pulling on you. Okay. Good luck. That's a 25. 25, and you are free of the paralysis, although you are still stuck within the creature. Yep. You take three points of acid damage. Killian, you are up. You are inside the creature, but not paralyzed. How many points of damage have we done to it? About 20? Uh, yeah, I did 19. 20. Yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, you did 10, 20, 30, oh, maybe more like about 50. Probably closer to 40. Okay, so we're about halfway there. All right. Yeah. Well, just assuming that. we're doing any damage at all. Um, I don't want to bring that up. But. How close am I to being able to get out of this thing? Uh, n- not in the close at all. You've not, you've tried one escape and it did not succeed. You can try again, and an escape is considered an attack. So you can try and escape, and then escape minus five, and then escape minus ten. Once that thing fell down from the ceiling, mm-hmm. did those steel plates finish their motion? Yep, and it's closed in, and it is uh, the water that is filling up has uh, barely, uh, like two-thirds of the water is falling into these slots and are being somehow diverted out of this room, and a third now is falling in. So the room is slowly filling, but not completely filling. And thank you for reminding me, everyone who is safe from the creature takes one point of acid damage as it burns away at your feet and ankles. Thanks, Tim. Is the creature <laughs> taking you. acid damage? No. No, it's acidic as well. Why would it? Why? 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 
why would that be? <laughs> but you sprinkle some salt on it. That's really yeah, really. <laughs> Where's the salt? I've a, I've a weird question. Like so being that. stuck in this uh, gelatinous thing, would that be attributed to like maybe being stuck in liquid? Yes, Mr. Underwater Marauder. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, Killian, you're up. Killian will... Oh, do I heal or try and escape? I think I'm going to try and escape. Okay, make a uh, that plus four uh, yeah. unarmed or athletics. 11. Okay, you do not escape. Want to try again with a minus five? <laughs> no. Okay, you have two actions. <laughs> I have one action. You have one now. action remaining. I fold my arms in protest. <laughs> um... Just want to recall some knowledge again and defeat. <laughs> I'll yeah. sit here and think about my choices. Um, <coughs> what was my options? Arcana or Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you, nope, there's nothing that you can glean from this. Toga! Toga. You are outside Toga. the creature. Toga! Toga. Slashing back out, this seems to be... Do I seem to be doing any kind of damage to this thing? All right. I am attacking. And this looks to be pretty successful. It's a 25. That's a hit. Big hit. This would, like, slice apart one of those crocodiles that come through your sewer sections in, in a second. Doesn't do as much to this creature, but it does hurt it. Six points. Six points. Second attack. Nice. Is pretty good. Same six points uh, with a 24. Is a hit. Six more points of damage. You're hacking and hacking and hacking. And I turtle up again. And your shield <laughs> comes up. Xanner. Xanner pulls out a hydraulic push. Oh. Jesus. Yeah, that's going to be a big weird. That's going to be weird. Yep. Before we get a little weird, we do have to take a little bit of acid damage for Killian, who's still stuck inside. And Killian, you take, everyone will take uh, eight points of acid who's inside. For you right now, you take eight points of acid, oh, Killian. Whoa. Why are you looking at me defiantly? Because <laughs> there was three last time. Yes. I was expecting three again. Yeah, so Killian now has five. Uh, Jix is a total of seven before he takes any damage. Okay. Um, so. Xander, what you got? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to splash it with water. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Big old hydraulic push word. This is an attack roll. Um, don't roll it quite yet. I'm gonna give you a plus three as you're not swinging a sword and your hands are already like right up against this thing. <laughs> Literally right um, there. It's just more of a panicky. Can you get the magic off? So big plus three. It's the biggest attack modifier thing we've ever added. Uh, plus it's twenty six. Twenty six is a hit. Yeah. That is. Perfectly average. Want to make sure I don't have any modifiers to it? I do nope. not, it looks like. So that is 11 points oh. of damage. All right. Wow. You blast this thing with huge amounts of water. Essentially, it's just like this huge fire hose that just, yeah, power wash, <laughs> just this burning and just wedging into sections. You're trying to make a tunnel to Jix, and Jix, you can breathe again. Okay. Um, and then drown in water. <laughs> and acid. Uh, Idrisil, what are you up to? Does that cleanse some of the acid um, off of them? No, no. <laughs> Idrisil is going Tried. to 
Uh, he's going to hunt prey on the cube. All right, you're able to locate it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get my modifiers up a little bit. And the I'll... range is one to two inches, by yeah. the way. Hmm. And I'm going to swing at this thing with my short sword. All right. Hunt prey was one action. Now you're swinging like crazy. Yep. Nice. So that'll be a 24. Is a hit. Four points of damage. Okay, that's a cut. Second attack. You don't have any plus modifier for your sword? What do you mean? Like for, for damage? For the damage? Well, plus one's five, I guess. Yeah, every point counts. It, it all counts. counts. Yeah, especially with three people in the cube. Those extra points, please. I'm happy I'm in there. It's, so. in, it's the cube. I'm just going to slice and dice one more time for my last attack. Good luck. Ooh, I miss. With what? It's a three. It's seven. Seven, you do miss. I- inexplicably. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it should be like a plus ten. Yeah. Just, it, the sword. sword turns slightly like, and it just yeah. balances off. It this way. I don't think I can. I'm miss. thinking you've got like your hand, like you're not, you're just doing kind of batting with your wrist action. Uh, uh, but you did do some damage initially. Point of order, order real quick. Uh, It may not matter, but the hydraulic push, when uh, I deal damage, it also knocks back the target five feet. Is that applicable in this case? Yeah, but you don't want to do that because Toka's on the other side of it five feet. Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I (laughs) renege knocking back. All right, Iggy. You are not paralyzed, but you are within the creature. Yeah, but I have my underwater uh, marauder. What does that? What does that do? So. Uh, I've learned to fight underwater. I'm not flat-footed while in water, and I don't take the usual penalties for using a bludgeoning or slashing melee weapon okay. in water. So I'm going to draw a uh, loose you your weapon and automatic sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just move your sword around. And... Just by unsheathing the sword. Just sheathe and unsheathe it repeatedly. <laughs> and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, attempt to do damage. All right, here. you get a plus two as the creature is flat-footed in this in, well, while you're inside it. Uh, 28. Is a hit. For five points of damage. Not a lot for you, Was but... Was 28? Oh, we'll keep it down. We don't do that. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'll, I'll swing again. Okay. Swords out. You're just trying to move it around. Oh, uh, with, uh, with the six, I will fail. A total of six? Oh, come on. Yep. Wow, that's terrible. Uh, this is a bad rules before uh, that is a miss and you are still within the creature and you yep. take damage what's, yep. what's the damage eight? Eight. Eight. eight eight points of damage takes them down to 14 yeah the creature attacks it reverses its attacks this time and it attacks Xanner first no with an 18 to hit. Oh, I didn't put up a shield that does hit me. Uh, you yeah, take- It wouldn't have matter. Um, three, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, I was gonna say, it wouldn't have matter. You take one point of acid damage and need to make a fortitude saving throw to not be paralyzed. I will save with uh 17. 17, you are paralyzed. No! Yes. Um, Ouch. Going back, would I have gotten a roll to get out of there? Or do I have to use a You have to escape. escape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Um, and you're only supposed to get two actions. Um, okay, Xanar, uh, you have been paralyzed, and it then uses your paralyzed situation, which makes you flat-footed, to try to engulf you with its last two actions. Make a reflex saving throw and minus two off of it for me, please, as you are paralyzed. 
Wait, uh, nope, that's not a five. That is, you said minus two? Yeah. 17. 17, and Xanner is consumed, and you are immediately burned. Welcome to the party. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like your party. (laughs) For 10 points of acid damage. Taking him down to 11. It's like a gnome jello shot. Only this point, the jello shoots you. Shoots you. Six, you're up. Um, are you paralyzed still? No, I'm not paralyzed. Do uh, do you gotta escape, bro? Are there any? Is there anything I can pull myself up and out of? Yeah, that would you would be into the escape roll. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm rolling what for escape now? The attack roll we said before, a plus five, or your athletics. Oh, well, they're the same. So first action, 24. 24. You have pulled yourself out and are clinging to a um, metal, small metal box attached to one wall that's about 20 feet up and you are out and clear and you have one action still remaining. Yep. Uh, uh, hey guys, we... We almost got him. Keep going. <laughs> um. Uh. Want to punch it? <laughs> with my other action, I'm gonna dive draw, back in. Uh, I'm gonna draw out of my pouch a elixir uh, of life. Okay, you draw it out. Uh, you do not take then the acid damage from the creature. Well done. Uh, everyone on the ground takes three points of acid damage. That's Toka, uh, Idrisil, and that's it. <laughs> Interesting. Water. Interesting. Uh, all right. I had a quick question. I know I had my shield up and all that jazz, uh, but I am able to take opportunity attacks. If the creature moves or does some sort of manipulation or does a... Uh, ranged attack. It's not doing any of those. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting concept, though. Uh, okay. Killian! <laughs> um. You're still inside the creature. I sure am. You have a few hit points left. I sure do. <gasps> um. And if I use a spell that takes two actions... I have a 25% chance of failing. Yeah, with those actions committed, regardless. One and four. What do you want to do? I am going to attempt to... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to self-heal the 1d8, so the single action. Okay. Seven. Seven health to yourself. Taking me up to 12. You have one action remaining, trapped inside this creature. Escape. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, You do not escape. You do, however, take six points of acid damage. He was six, which I had had five before I healed. Good choices. Toka, what do you got? Uh, I have adventure stew in front of me. I will slash out. Okay, you've been hacking and hacking. You're doing a lot of damage. (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. I am looking at a 19 to hit. Is a hit. With 11 points of damage. Big 11. I'm imagining like some sort of big cube of styrofoam, some samurai's just <laughs> slicing into over and over again. He slices. He dices. Here we go. Another attack. With a 15 to hit. This is the lower modifier. The 15 hits. Wow. Nice. Uh, six points of damage. Six points of damage. You are carved off sections and you carve off enough that it kind of half of it kind of shuffles down and big globs are forming and falling out. Um, how much damage one more time? Six? Six on the last attack. All right. What's your last action going to be? Uh, Again, I brace my shield. You raise your shield. (laughs) This thing is quivering and it's trying to eat its dinner as quickly as it can now. Xanner, you are unconscious or you're paralyzed. Uh, I'm, pa- I'm very paralyzed. That's All what right. I have. You want to recall some knowledge? Yes, I, I do. I All will. Right. You got two of those. Think about it real fast. Oh, that could have been really awesome for a second. That is, uh, oh, look, occultism is plus one and arcana is the same. So that's a nine. Okay. Nope. Cool. I'm going to escape. Okay, you cannot. Oh, I can't, I can't. I'm, I can't even do that. Paralyzed, yeah. You, you uh, can but I'll recall knowledge one more time. There Let me you go. Really think about it. All right, that's a little bit better. 16. 16, you recall go. these creatures being very easy to hit, so much so that you know its armor class is 10. Only 10. All right. But yet we've managed to miss it several times. <laughs> <laughs> Almost impossible to miss. Uh, Xanar, you take the damage for the round, which I believe was six points of acid yep. damage. Ooh. Are you still conscious? Yep, leaving him with seven. And you must make a Five. fortitude Five. saving Five. throw yes. to resist the paralysis now. Okay. <clears throat> Fort save. Oh. Ah, that's an 18. Enjoy your continued tingly paralysis. <laughs> Idrisil. Damn. Uh, it's just going to jump up onto the mechanism to avoid the water. That's an action done. Yeah. Um, and then looking around the room, can I? You see a lot of screaming There's and hear girlish screaming. sounds of, of screaming. floating things. in the air. There's muffled screaming. In the water. What's that? There's a lot of people like yeah. muffling and floating. I just see uh, Iggy kind of like spinning, trying to swing his sword around. Um, how many more machines would you say there are? Under uh, these walls? Yeah. Probably a dozen. And they go up to the ceiling? At different sections, yeah. <coughs> different sides of the walls. <coughs> I'm gonna... It's not like Double Dragon where you can hop from... From <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, uh, and Toka, the water is meter. up to your mid chest. Oh wow! The acids. Uh, I'm just to gonna try to get to the next mechanism and pull the lever. Okay, you uh, climb up to the next mechanism and you do so easily. You pull on the lever and nothing happens. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna. That's it. Yeah, swing at this thing. No, that's it. Those three actions: climb up, climb up, pull lever. Oh, okay. Good, Iggy. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna swing at it. Both of you. You're inside the creature, swinging away. Yep. Actually, not Jixen. Huh. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point. What's your, what did you roll? What was your two? 
What's your total? Oh, uh, a plus two. Oh, that'd be an 11. That's ah, right. Yeah. A little recall yeah. knowledge benefit there, huh? Yeah. Uh, and eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. You slice and hack this creature, and you almost have severed some central supporting quivering mass, uh, but the creature is still alive. And then I'll try to escape. Okay, make an escape roll. Athletics or your uh, unarmed attack modifier. A natural 20. You are out and nice. can pull one person out with you. Oh, okay. Who's in, who's <laughs> Sophie's in, choice. Who's, who's in there and what are your health points at? I am at six. Xanner is at five. Um. <laughs> I mean, I know he can heal everybody and that's cool and all, but I can shoot I got, water. It just, gotta... just so sees his head pop out. We're like, grab the healer. Grab yeah, him. I'll grab. Uh, I'll grab Killian. All right. Water hands. <laughs> you pull the cleric out with you, and the two of you are balancing precariously on one of these machines about ten feet up off the ground. Okay. Do I have another action since I'm out of it now? No, you still have to okay. use that one slowed. Thank you. Uh, it is the cube's turn. It is going after the um, Toka uh, Zolgath uh, chief here, and it attacks you with its cube face attack with a big 19 to hit. 19 does not succeed with my raised shield. Oh. Wow. It comes right at you. just wedge your shield. You put your other arm and push back, and it does not get you. It attacks you again Ooh. in anger with it, a it 10 to hit. <laughs> a 10 to hit? That will not make it. And then it attacks again with a 13 to hit. It is desperately it's just, trying it's to consume. It's mushing even more around me. <laughs> I'm um, ziplocked against the wall. Jix, you're up. How far below it, below me, is it? Is <clears> it? <throat> it's still right in front of you. <clears throat> It's about 10 feet above you and 10 oh. feet below you, type of a thing. It's above me. It's a huge cube that goes up and down. Yeah. Oh, I thought I climbed up. No, you climbed to the side. I climbed out. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'll take my elixir life All right. that, that I had ready. So it's just straight 1d6, right? Yep. So that's four. Taking up to 11, right? Yep. And that's And you're no longer slowed. I am no longer slowed, correct? Um, I'll take out one more and take it. Another potion? Yeah. Okay, and just drinking like crazy. Three. Boldly healing himself, <laughs> Jix does. Just broke out the beer hat of healing. Uh, who is left on the ground? I think it's just Toka. Toka is on the ground. You take five points of acid damage. Oh! 19. As it burns, and it is now getting up to your armpits, this uh, acidic water. It's only really bad if it gets to my mouth, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, and Killian, you're up. <laughs> Don't drink it. Don't drink it. Uh, Killian will use all three of his actions to heal everybody in the party. A big, describe this magic as you finally get free. So Killian raises his holy book up. Um, Jello drips off of it. Yeah, as it's Jello dripping off, and it glows uh, white, and the the um, you know just it's a faint white aura, but it spreads out. I think thirty feet, um, and all the light it, as it as it touches every party member, they feel the power of Carol. All right. 
healing them for four points of damage each. Take it. Everyone gets healed four, and even the jello mask quivers a little bit with the power <laughs> that emanates, although it is not healed. <laughs> if it happens to be undead, it would take damage. Got it. Is that it? Yes. Toka, you're up. You have held off this creature that was determined to consume you. <laughs> you got there, a little bit of breathing room now. There's no one in the cube presently. There, Xander yeah. oh, yeah. tries yeah. to raise his paralyzed hand. <laughs> Slashing out is a 19 doing 12 points of damage. Uh, you may take this gelatinous cube down. <clears throat> what happens? That's, this thing is thudding around to try and find the most juicy side to face me, uh, but does not do so in time as the last slash cleaves the uh, nebulous cluster within, and uh, it actually sounds hard as it goes through, like it were meat or something <laughs> very tactile and just cuts right through, and then it just slumps, and slumps. the rest of the cube just kind of washes away into the acid oh. surrounding it with this crystalline little chunky bit. All right, you climb up out of this mess and you <laughs> grab a quickly descending Xanner as he oh, yes. goes down. Uh, you bring him up next to you and he's kind of just frozen, paralyzed, solid. And what do you say to this little gnome that you're holding on to? I will keep you warm, little spirit. And I tuck him into <laughs> my... <laughs> My wrap. Hold on, look. Oh, yeah, they're going on Facebook now. (laughs) A picture is being taken right now. Oh, that's perfect. The paralyzed Xanner. All right. (laughs) You climb and climb and climb, and we see the last one uh, being uh, Toka following the rest of the group up into the hatch. You've climbed all of you up to the top and gone out the hatch and have arrived up above. Here for, gratefully for the five of you and strangely for for Toka, you take a breath of fresh air. Kills Toka. <laughs> you can see there are some steps up above, and there is this water stuff is pouring down the steps uh, that and that you climb up, and you can see sunlight up ahead. It's a little cloudy sunlight, but it is so refreshing having been like the last 24 hours down in this horrifically smelling uh, lair and cave situation. Uh, who was in the lead? Was it uh, Iggy? That's Iggy still. Yeah. Iggy, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iggy, you uh, climb up these stairs and you find yourself, imagine a 30-foot tall, strange pumping station with medieval valves and pipes and levers like you've seen before, but the top two-thirds of it have been destroyed and rubbled. So you're in the bottom floor with uh, walls that are broken in certain sections rise up 15 feet or not in the other section. And you can look out and you see you are surrounded by a swamp. It is tall trees that have very little foliage and just kind of hang like uh, dead willows with weird um, long extended branches that barely don't touch the, the water. 
the water is, you're surrounded by this bluish, uh, brownish, greenish water everywhere. Right where you're at in this destroyed, ruined pumping station type thing is some raised flat ground and attached to it, built onto it, is a makeshift wooden home that you're essentially half of the home. You've just walked out of a basement door, if you will, into this swamp shack. You can see there are uh, knickknacks and swamp terrible shack. little... <laughs> swamp shack. <laughs> there are knickknacks, there's a little bed thing, there's a little <laughs> kitchen type area, and uh, you step out into there very quietly and very carefully uh, as your party is slowly following you from behind. You can see there are some open windows with no glass, and you can look out and see there are long metal, uh, uh, not tracks, but little metal bridges um, that are almost like ladders, but more slat-like, but they're a hundred feet long that reach out to another section of raised ground where there's something being grown. And there's another little island that's maybe another hundred feet out with another one of these slatted ladders that go across. There's about five or six of these that connect this little webwork around this particular swamp house. Mm. And in particular, you see a several little flitting uh, creatures off in the distance that you recognize as homunculi that you've run into before. Mm. Weird little misshapen guys with a long, uh, 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 wide jaws that are small and fly on un unnecessarily small wings. You also see a um, <clears throat> terrible, old-looking, haggish witch who is walking around through um, one of these islands off in the distance. She, she's barking orders. No, no, bring it over here. Hmm. And as she does that, you see one of the homunculi is bringing off a young girl who is screaming and dragging her off to another one of these little islands where there's a cage perched over this acid water that surrounds this swamp. And we will stop there for tonight. Oh, man, nice. Toka, the Zolgath chief, put the heroes through the ascension of the flesh. Their final challenge took them up through an underground tower to defeat the burning hag. Within this tower, they encountered a tight space with a large gelatinous cube that figuratively and literally almost wiped the floor with them. A random aside, the very first creature I ever encountered in a role-playing game back in 1982 was a gelatinous cube, so I'm very excited to finally bring back that creature into my own game. Thank you to Jeremy, Tim, Chris, Seth, Alistair, and a special thanks to our guest star, Christopher. It was an absolute blast having him back for this session. Thank you also to our sponsor, the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. Please don't forget to check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards to help support the show. Your donation there will keep us going and get you access to the after show, character leveling audio, access maps, suggest quest ideas, and more behind the scenes audio. What will the heroes do now that they have reached this hag? And what fate does Toka and the Zolgath down below have in store for our adventurers? Until next time. <laughs>